Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and I have three co's here. One is Scott. Praise Kane. Ryan. Praise Kane. And a, a returning guest, Murphy. Praise Corn. Corn? Praise Corn. Yeah, no, she's yeah. right. The corn no, I think that's right. I think yeah. that's right. Book of Nod said it. Book, Book of Nod <laughs> said it. Had to be true. That's not a. <laughs> That's not a. That uh, does not have a uh, unreliable narrator involved at all. No, no. I thought it was the book of nut. Oh, that <laughs> might be. I might be wrong. <laughs> it's all grain based now. Oh, it's all that's fair. Based. That's fair. Praise grain. Praise, Praise grain. That's better. Ah, the corn. <laughs> That is if better. You, you guys have obviously seen the title of this episode because we figured it out what it would be on the way back from the night in question, which is. Praise Kane. Praise Kane. Uh, because there was a lot of Kane praising at the night in question, and but we will get to that in just a few We were going to record this episode on the road, but then we realized how stupid that would be. Uh, we no, just no realized one wants how that. tired we were. No one wants that. Yeah. We, we've come so far in our sound so quality. Much noise. Indeed. Moving right along. I think it would have been fine. It's just we were tired. And, but. It, was also kinda, it was a little cramped in the backseat. It would have been Yeah. It would have been something to try to record in there. Yeah. It would have been a lot of passing of microphones around. That's what it would have been like. Yeah, no, no, but no good. But regardless, now we're here, well-rested, comf- comfy, and we can tell everyone about it. But before we get to that, let's go to the news. Because I think I know what our gaming's been like. Because, well, we just did a yeah, one big yeah. thing. We'll, Made an entire episode. We did a whole well, damn thing. That, we did that in question. And yeah. last Saturday, Sunday, I ran Vampire. Oh, uh, including go? with Ryan and Murphy. Oh, and a couple so fun. People from I the finally got question. to play Vampire Tabletop. Guys, Yay. guys, I played Vampire from end to end. Even though it was a very short one, I got to run, in a, I got to play in a game that started and ended, and it was Vampire, and no cops died. None at all. And no Denny's were destroyed mm-hmm. either, which is another uh, through I mean, line I found out. You know, we messed up a diner a little. A little bit, yeah. Just a little. A little. I mean, you know, yeah, just you, got, you got real angry. Um, but no, we I ran The Sacrifice, which was a scenario from Chicago by night. And also, it turned a bit of a left turn on me there. I did, thought The Sacrifice was a diff- something else. I thought it was something else or someone else. Mm-mm. I thought I, I thought I thought we were going to have to make a, ch- a, a terrible choice. Uh, it was actually a pretty easy choice. Yeah, as, it was as, super easy. Yeah. As one of the players commented, it was uh, what kind of high, what kind of high school writing workshop is this? <laughs> <laughs> Which was cute. Yeah. It, more on that in a bit. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that in patron content. Actually, so yeah, nice. spoiler tag. Uh, but I'm really glad about that. Um, uh, I did uh, the night in question, of course, as well as I did ATE over the weekend. That was full of high drama. I will get to that in patron content. Um, but regardless, what other the other news that we have is a Rick and Morty is out. Yeah, I know. I've been looking through it, and I will definitely be putting a table once the new technology that I have acquired uh, is fully implemented. That's on the wish list. Yeah. yeah, that is definitely definitely high in the list. That's gonna be super weird. Well, I've I've got I've got it, and I have the roll twenty uh, pack for it. Great. So we will be able to do that in full full goodness. I've been requested awesome. to run full it four K for my mm-hmm. coworkers. Um, and I think I can I can manage that because I, it comes from the standpoint that the GM fucking hates you. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I hate them. So. I watched. Uh, <laughs> I don't I hate you. I don't hate the first little bit uh, of the the playthrough of the adventure uh, that was run by Kate Welch, who was the lead developer on the book, uh, and every single one of them was in character as a member of the Smith family playing their D and D characters. 
which was very funny. And they were all really good people like Chris Straub, Anna Prosser, Ryan Hartman, uh, and uh, a couple other people who I'm not familiar with, but they were cool too. Uh, <laughs> and there's a fifth character that's available. Uh, you know, Beefface. I mean, no, Meatface. You know Meatface, that beloved character. He's <laughs> always been around. I thought he was Mr. Peepee Butthole, but no. okay. Uh, no, that's... Mr. Peepee doesn't come around anymore. No, that's... He's got his own life now. That's delightful. Yeah, no, Meatface is... You know, he has been. he was in that episode that we all really loved. <laughs> classic. Yeah. Super classic Meatface. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Episode five's Golden Child. Mm-hmm. Wait. Wait, was that season five, seven? Who cares? Who cares? Episode Whatever. two, the clip show. The 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 clip show. Yeah. Um, so Ryan, tell us a little bit about the uh, stuff that's what's uh, not the Elysium Chronicles, but the it is in plain sight, which is another sponsored White Wolf approved bespoke LARP, but it takes place in the Camarilla, uh, in the modern nights, I believe is going to yeah, be yeah V five continuity V five continuity. It's going to be at the Masquerade, which is now apparently next to the Capitol Building in Atlanta. I didn't realize. Yeah, it's an underground Atlanta now. A little sad, but... And it will yeah. be a masquerade at the masquerade. It will be a masquerade at the masquerade. They even gave us a nice 10% off coupon on a very, very nice mask site. Uh, for when I know my character, I will buy an appropriately cool-looking mask. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sent out player surveys for the initial run of player surveys for people who bought their tickets. Apparently those who bought VIP tickets, which because, you know, we're, we're hot shit like that and had the extra 15 bucks. <laughs> um, we're going to get a secondary what? survey that will apparently further hone in on what type of pompous asshole we want to play. Yep. Like which, which primogen best fits you mm-hmm. or, you know, higher status, higher or, status, or, Keeper or of Elysium, Herald, court positions, basically. Yeah. And honestly, I could care less, but it'll be nice to be someone of high status. Uh, right, so I don't have to eat shit. The prince. Mm-hmm. You're the Dude, prince. if I were the prince, that would be the weirdest situation, but I would eat that shit up. I would wear the puffiest shirt, <laughs> depending on clan. No, never mind. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll be a Nosferatu prince looking ugly as fuck. No, but I think there's a canonical prince of it. No, actually, isn't Atlanta no. in the V5 continuity? They have not touched on Atlanta directly in V5 continuity. Because nope. it fell nope. to the Sabbat, like... Fell to the Sabbat in 99. And- uh, and it was taken back. It, no, the last we heard about Atlanta and the South in general was in Becca's Jihad diary, uh, where Jan Peter Zoon was building a coalition to retake Atlanta and the other cities. Ah, got Jan got Peter Zoon, if you ever want to read about a really interesting historical figure, go listen to the dollop on him. Oh, that's some rough the, chuckles. The number it's of rough. people he murdered for nutmeg, it's, a, it's crazy. <laughs> 24,000 people am, for nutmeg. I am not fucking kidding. Go look, go look it up. I have, I, a, I, I have that one downloaded and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. Spoilers. I do too, and I was like, do I want to listen to this? Because I heard, I knew the name, not from history, but but from from Vampire. Vampire. Yeah. I kept hearing Jan Peter Zoon. I thought that was a made up dude. No, most of the. I wish he was. Dude, (laughs) half of the people in, like, half the, like, the very famous older vampires, like the 10th gen vampires, are like. Same historical figure. Yeah. Uh, actually, we, me and Scott were just talking about the recently the Onyx Pathcast did a weird deep dive into the continuity of Vampire the Masquerade, and they talked they touched on the concept of using historical figures like the old White Wolf would would had a little bit of a love affair of taking historical figures and trying to plop them somewhere. Thomas Jefferson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, namely, um, uh, Rasputin was a big one because he. Well, oh, everybody knows he's a vampire. Well, no, everyone and he, a werewolf and a werewolf. Oh, okay, and a mage. And a mage. Like that's actually a running joke in old White Wolf books. Right. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Or he's he's Mr. So, Ford. No, but they they <laughs> eventually did an they did an adventure with him, and they basically go, he is 
something. He's a critter. Yeah. He's, a, he's a thing. Uh, the other one was they talked about Samuel Haight. Oh. Uh, Samuel Haight. Because that was a fictional character that oh, just yeah. ran away with them. He did. did. Um, uh, we, we should. We should. No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't talk about that character. Yo, no, no, that no. Oh, that's too dumb. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, patron content. If you want to know more about Samuel Haight, we'll talk about it in patron content. I don't. Let's move on. Uh, Last little bit. I just found this out literally about an hour before recording is that uh, a company known as Unwritten RPG has been acquired by Cyan Inc., a.k.a. the people who made all the Myst games. So it looks like, boys and girls, we are about to get a A Myst RPG. RPG, Tabletop RPG. And in the other direction, they're going to start making vampire games that are like Myst. Because <laughs> I think that's what the New York Chronicles are. More like a Telltale, I think. It's a Telltale game. Yeah, yeah it's a Telltale game. I'm gonna play it. I'm oh, I'm, that yeah. is the. I think game. that's the perfect format for uh, for Vampire. Yeah, well, we're, we're we're getting the 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 meat shotgun of Vampire products, right? And like, seeing which roll, one rolling out over 2020. And <sighs> I'll just drip them into my eyeball, and it'll be great. Yeah, I back the. Yeah, I back. Oh, God, 2021 is gonna be so rough for you. Yeah, I backed Blood Feud, uh, which is the mega board game, which is like you can play up to thirty-two players, uh, in in a vamp, and it's basically taking control of New York with like, I think it's like sixteen total different factions that you can play. Oh my god, that'd be weird. Sorry, I just had only like I, I'm sure the game will be fine, mm-hmm. lovely, and really good fun. Completely. I suddenly just want to use that just as the the battle map for pack. my RPG game. Like literally, go okay, we're playing a vampire game, but I get to use this map of New York. Yeah. The strategy, like, like to show where everyone's, where my, what, where, what's going on. It Multitasking could be a tool. is important. But regardless, that's bulk of the news. I mean, we're coming up to the holiday time, so that's just going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, another big, big piece of news. This is our 99th episode. Yeah. So, so we're going to try to do something special for the 100th, yep. depending on, we got the hundo. We got we got plans. We got things we're trying to get um, done. Yeah, on that on that on note, that. Um, anyone listening, um, even if you're a new listener or an old listener, we love you very much. Please email in at polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com with a short little like five ten second snippet of like how much you like the show, how long you've been listening, anything that uh, is uh, words of encouragement. Praise us! Praise us now! Praise us like Cain. So that we can put it all together and you'll be on the hunt. I'll try to put that all in the 100th episode. Or, you know, gush about us for a full 10 minutes. Or I'm sure we'll, we'll find the highlights. Or just or send us an email. Or send just, a sweet email just, and, I'll re- and we'll read it. We'll read it. doesn't matter. You know. Fan art. We, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, oh, we've been man. doing this for, sure. three year, for almost four years now. Guys. And according to people at the night in question, people apparently listen to us. Yep. Holy shit. Which was very surprising to hear. Yeah, Hello, several people I mentioned you too knew who you were. So. Awesome. I was like... Yeah. Oh, really? People that aren't my immediate friends know about my podcast and listen to it. Well, you can see that people download the thing, Matt. I mean, yeah, but it's That's like, an abstract thing. It's very abstract. It's like, hey, there's one guy in Alaska or three people in Russia. I don't know if they're bots or not. Dude. Hello, bots. <laughs> Although, honestly, if we did have like a strong Russian listenership, I would find that very funny. Yeah, actually, uh, I had to look up the statistics. We got like two people in like South America, like Brazil. Cool. Not uncommon. Actually, uh, World of Darkness has a very big Oh, yeah, big time. Big time in Brazil. Um, So that's what we want to do. We're going to try to do something special. If not, we will just have a really cool kick-ass episode, 100th episode, and keep on trucking. We'll we'll figure out some, and we'll have other cool kick-ass stuff in the hundreds. (laughs) In the hundreds somewhere, because this train ain't stopping anytime soon, because shit keeps getting made. (laughs) 
Yeah, and we keep having cool, awesome experiences yep. and keep, going to cool games. Yep, we keep learning stuff. And speaking of cool, awesome experiences, let's talk about the question in the night of. Guys, that was fucking rad. Yeah, it was pretty cool, guys. That was pretty cool. We talked about it. We actually, and this is no shit, we were fine. Like, okay, I know, you've listened to us talk to each other. We actually, you know, we, we like each other well enough. Oh, yeah. But we actually spent about 15 hours in a car, and for most of that, we were actually fine just talking about the thing we had just been through. Yeah. Which, considering that stretches for out about to- About four hours straight, we were talking about nothing but the night in question. And the crazy part is, the night in question only lasted six hours. So, for a six-hour experience, we had- there was a lot to unpack. There was a lot to unpack there. Yeah, both good and bad. We have yeah. we're gonna do our full like breakdown and like review yeah. sort of situation. Nothing, here. nothing here is something I haven't. Anything I say here, I definitely put in my players' survey. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not telling tales how school. I didn't like, you know, I'm not just sitting sit yeah, here talking. Didn't, shit. We didn't. We I didn't save any hot takes for the mics. Yeah, because no, I have so far because I've been kind of bad and haven't done my post game survey yet. I haven't. Yeah, Matt Don't worry, I haven't either. <laughs> He just he just revealed it to us that yeah. he he too is yeah and and that's why and that's also a big why we wanted Murphy to come make sure she came back on because she had the blood bag experience which was there distinctly were, different especially in the later half we hundred and fifty players six of them were blood bags mm-hmm. so there was about thirty vampires yep a hundred and something ish mortals and then six blood like full time blood bags Bags. and then some people mortals converted over to blood bags throughout the night really uh yeah several of the people who died or you know characters that got killed about half became blood bags and half became wraiths interesting i mean uh, the witness the girl who was playing the witness chose to remain a wraith interesting did not i to my knowledge she did not come back out interesting yeah she she didn't realize the the intensity or something of the experience and it wasn't for her and so she decided not to just kill the character and do something else but regardless let's go into our experience about the night in question not specifically the travel which mm-hmm. was super rad and that's more for patron content uh, because austin is actually kind of cool Austin is uh, a cool town let's talk about how we kind of got started first things first uh which was friday afternoon we all did a big character workshop. This was not mandatory as players, but we did not have to show up when we didn't 80, want to. 80% of the players showed up. Mm-hmm. Which was, yeah. So a lot of fucking people, which they were surprised about. Apparently, like mm. they didn't think that many people would show, but I'm like, nah, dog. We, some of us traveled. Yeah. Well, also, we're excited. We want to get into character. We want to talk to everyone because we had, uh, as an added bonus, unlike the previous year, they had special guests. Coming, yeah, um, Jason Carl, uh, Alexander Ward, and um, Justin Keeley all showed up and played. Um, and and Raquel Skeleton was also a guest. Yes, and Raquel Skeleton. Um, that's actually how we found out about the night in question because you found her. No, thing I, last year. No, I had found out about the night in question well before that. Okay, hipster. I know. <laughs> no, he's allowed to be a hipster on this one. Yeah, um, actually, yeah. I remember you sending me the link, and that's how I really sort of digested what the night in question yes, was. Yes, through a lovely lady. And. Man, she was on point. Well, yes. Um, uh, but regardless, so Friday we had the big character workshop, and this was a three-hour workshop, guys. It was pretty intense. Uh, he took us through. It was all Matt, Matt Webb uh, running it, which Matthew, break it up next time. Don't put everything on your shoulders. He has already said that, that was one of the <laughs> biggest things he learned. He cannot do those uh, yes, workshops the, all by himself. The big, bo- the big organizer. Early on, man, I, I learned that too. Like you just put everything on yourself. Yeah, and I, I expect him to break. He'll probably won't do the character yeah. workshop. I expect him to well, do the, con, the 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 overview of the rule and the consent. Yeah, workshop. all of his staff were all very like 
awesome yep. cool people and i think next year we'll probably be getting a bit more talking a bit more to mm-hmm. them too as far as the work yeah, yeah. also well we, no, no, no so we, we did a we care about you, matthew <laughs> don't, don't, don't don't put it all your on mind you. your mind is beautiful please please <laughs> don't break it also your voice can can you don't want to shatter your voice all right before. let's stop sucking this dick all right <laughs> oh oh yeah all oh, right yeah. all right <laughs> hashtag hashtag web dick so we were <laughs> we were presented <laughs> with like with with uh we, we got we got name tags they had already organized everyone in sort of groups by they had placard areas for the various factions so you could kind of get together with your group because some of the people because one of our lab rats was somebody we did not know yeah um we were uh, supposed to be but one was a no show yeah, yeah. We, no no never found out whatever that. happened there but ryan was a really cool dude he played our blood bag he won the blood bag which was in our group other ryan other, other ryan. ryan yes he his character was imminently awful oh yeah uh, it was, just it was a, a terrible a, cop a deplorable person so yeah. um, when he i learned of his death i ryan wept not yeah <laughs> um part we'll, we'll re- get to his death because oh boy uh when we did the character workshop uh it was very cool because matt sort of did sort of the very bare basics of how does your character walk in various emotions but he also did like okay now try to walk around in packs um which worked for most of us all those had... people in Austin didn't know how to be predators. You guys, I would I would take you all out in the first. In the first... <laughs> yeah, um, me and Ryan, we I got caught. As, so part of the part of the uh, game of sort of walking around as your character is you had to be in packs and you sort of instinctually like moved around without talking. You without had, talking. it was all with body language. It's all body language, and uh, some of us had to get got ousted from the pack, and then we became the prey. But we had to. Um, uh, avoid the predators. I, me, and Ryan both got kicked out of our mutual little. Like, I kicked improv- myself out because I didn't understand what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand that the the the, actual, the exercise. It was. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, I I had a super fun time with that because I ended up uh, just getting into uh, the pack with Jason Carl, which was cool. <laughs> it was it was fun. We we we, we snarled. It was fun. <laughs> um, and so we did that, and then they started going to more actual character stuff and character bindings. Um, they did a real cool thing where they basically divided everyone, uh, a fourth of everyone into a line and they paired each two of the lines up so that they can sort of like, okay, you see the person in front of you, you hate them. All right. Then they, sh- they and then they had us go off and talk to each other about why we didn't like each other, why mm-hmm. our characters might not like each right. other. Like the girl who I got paired up with hated me because my character once said namaste to her. Oh no! <laughs> I hate you. Namaste. I got a very unlikely pairing with a uh, with Olazombra from uh, the night the nightmare. Uh, I forget what their name is. Uh, nightmare the, fuel. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> the name of the pack was nightmare. Oh, we're fuel. gonna talk about them later. Oh, special I, cookies those. <laughs> but yeah, Olazombra chose to hate my like he hated us because of me and like I'm just just because I didn't crime good enough. That was why <laughs> he hated me. You're bad at crime. I, that does annoy me about people, not you. You're just a terrible criminal. We also got shifted up to be like, why do you like this person? You had some unexpected sort of relationship with people outside of your immediate group, which was really cool. That actually came up for me. Oh, it came uh, up big time. Um, for our groups, and it was really cool that I got to use that at game. Yeah, neither of my connections actually ever came up at the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was kind of, it, it, one, the guy, one of the guys I, I connected to was a vampire uh, who was just like didn't have any contact with mortals at all. Oh yeah, as so part of his character, so it's like there's no real reason for us to interact. Like we we kind of kludge something together, but it just it, there wasn't any meat on those bones. Yeah, the person who I hated, there was some meat on those bones, but I never ran into her again. Yeah, that's 
it got very chaotic because there's like a said, lot of there's 150 people on, right. on that game. Um, I really wish that there had been more of that. That because I because you see, it's one thing if you make two connections and neither pin it, but if we, they, we had been forced to make like ten connections, that would have been a lot better. About, Five. Because it was, you know, it's a party scene in Austin. That's going to be, you're going to be running into the same people over and over. So. Also, every bit of the criminal element in the town had, They're all had, there. Yep. had representatives there. So we, we will definitely talk about that. And I mean, yeah, walking in circles forever is, uh, you know, it went on for a while. Yeah. Um, I actually bailed I, on that I, part. I think it would have been yeah. really, really cool if they had done sort of like, like random factions, random groups got smushed together and go, okay, how, what are, what is the connection? That between would have this been super useful. Group group? Mm-hmm. What do you know about these guys? If anything, so basically if I had to make a, just a hot, quick 30 mi- minutes less on, Oh, okay. Fun, okay. This was a fun exercise. Let me just go with this. The scale, the scaling, the scaling was really the, good. The one wall was the most, one wall was the least. That was good. And people just had to run in either direction towards the way their character felt about whatever Matt Webb was saying. Yeah. I really like that. I felt that we had too many sliders. It was like a, it was like a, yeah, if we, if we spent, thing. if we spent, if we basically took out ha- a, half a, of that and half, a, half of the walking half in circles, and half, half of the walking and had more time for character ties, I think that would have been more productive. Um, my favorite thing, and even though I didn't get involved, it was the hot seat one. Oh, oh yeah. That was so which much fun. Were, which, this was hyper focused on each faction, which was, okay, everyone in the hot seat, you have about five minutes to talk about as, Everyone else gets to ask you as the player about your character and you as the player must answer completely honestly to the rest of us so Mm -hmm. we all know your deal. That's how we found out like the backstory of the cop was awful. Oh yeah. It it made me like, okay, well now I'm super glad you're going to die because you're the worst. Yeah, just super awful hypocritical cop in from in the nineties. The best way I could have thought he was Mike Lowry from fucking Bad Boys. Except he wouldn't have liked that very much because Mike Lowry was black. (laughs) Uh ooh. Uh and then we did one where we paired off and basically just had like really intense back and Lie forth, to me, baby. Lie, li- lies and secrets and and uh, and opinions about. Ours the never character. came. Up. Actually, you you paired up with Ryan. Yeah, I did. And I paired because Murphy, I think you were out at the time. Yeah, you. Were, yeah, I left by then. Um, but me and Ryan did it, and the one that threw me for the biggest loss for the biggest loop was tell me about an opinion that your character has about the other character. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to give Ryan's character an opinion about my character. And you could veto any of these, but... Yeah, but, but me and Matt have long... Yeah. We don't generally veto each other very much. We, so. we didn't, so it was very... But both of us were weird. like, we think you... The, we think the other is bullshit. Like, yeah. we just, I think you're bullshit. I don't think you could stand... Like, I... You said you ain't killed nobody. Well, I guess maybe you ain't that tough. Is basically yeah. my opinion. It was just very weird that we I had to get in, try to get into your headspace of an opinion that you would know about my character, and like filter it through multiple, like two basically two characters. Yeah, and I had I talked with other Ryan, and that was interesting. Uh, it made it super interesting based off what it made what happened later even more poignant and interesting, <laughs> which we'll get into that. Yeah. We um, going so, to so that ended the, the word character workshop pretty much ended on uh, about there. Uh, and then afterwards we had a nice dinner and a big meet and greet at a bar, had delicious food. Service was all over the place, but they were, they were nice people. But boy, oh boy. Deal with 80 people, man. Yeah, no, so, yeah. Ser- service was good. They, the, 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 the problems with the service happened at management level. Uh, so, the Man. fire marshal would have been very displeased. Indeed. Uh, the the first little bit of the night was a little bit chaotic because there were just so many people there. But as people started to filter out, the night actually became super cool. Yeah. 
that was where we got to meet Justin Akili and Jason and uh, Alexander Ward uh, and Jason Carl and just like kind of back and forth. He remembered us. I talked to Jason. He remembered I, us. I actually did more character ties building kind of there than hmm. I did any other place because I didn't get real active in the Discord and I you know didn't have much opportunity. But I talked to some of the uh, the independent businessmen. Oh yeah, which we were had our, which was our kind of our rival faction. Yeah, but that, not really. That in Sixth Street. Sixth Street and. That that was where I didn't tell that guy to punch me in the face, but it is pretty funny if that was the first thing he chose to do. Oh yeah, no, that was funny. Well, we'll get into. Well, that. we'll get into. Oh my god, that was a moment. That guy. Um, so that ended night well. We had a great time. Then the next day, that's when things got serious. Because about one o'clock, we had to be there for the mandatory safety and rules briefing. By about one o'clock, you mean exactly one o'clock? Oh yeah, I mean exactly one o'clock. It was o'clock. punctual. For the next three hours, we went. We were not on LPT. Mm -hmm. Everyone was actually, we as a collective of people who have been doing this for a long time, we're all collectively marveling at all of us somehow being on time. Yeah. No, we were on time. Well, there because were people who weren't. There were a couple of people who weren't, and and they they had a good reason to do so. And there were a couple of people who straggled in, but I think everyone made it into the one fifteen absolute barrier. But you'll find out later by the end of this, uh, LARP time for all LARPers always happens regardless oh, of how diligent you are. It you're does. always waiting on something. Yeah, you're always yes. waiting on something. Um, but I'll give Jackalope props. They made it very clear you got to be here at this time to play the game, and that happened. And, Yep. Which, you know, just reassures my, my my instincts of be a goddamn authoritarian and this shit gets done. Look, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it just works. Just works. Yeah. It just uh, works. Yeah. And so this was three hours of very much going over, bulk of which was consent, understanding the different signs and signals, oh, uh, reinforcing, reinforcing the idea that you can always, always opt out there or renegotiate or or pivot or just not encounter whatever you didn't want to encounter and just going through the idea of building the community consensus. It was very, very, very uh, extensive and well put together and necessary. Um, well, I don't think we should go into too like no. too hard detail because, no. well, they can read the player's guide and... Um, and they should. It's and they actually, should. And, and if you're a LARPy person, you might find if, something very useful in this because we all did. And, uh, yeah, there's at least just, one or two pieces I, I, of new technology. I think what we should we should impress. Uh, there's definitely good technology. Is that if you ever play a Jackalope game or a game that has this kind of safety briefing, you're not wasting your time by attending these. No, absolutely. Not. Uh, I think I think the vast majority of it was actually very necessary to incul in uh, using a term here inculcate yes. the group into the community and the way things needed to happen. Yes, because uh, they had many different people with many different levels of experience. I do have one note. They should have given a few positive examples of people either like enthusiastically saying, yes, this is cool. Let's build on it. Cause uh, I think they actually kind of chilled people's uh, feeling okay to, to get into some stuff, but we can talk about that more later. Sure. Because they only gave negative examples for consent. They didn't give any, yeah, I'm into this, or they gave very few, okay, cool. and they were very mild. And uh, I had a number of times people who had talked with people online about stuff they wanted to do, and they walk up to me and then get shy and walk off. It's like, guys, we're here for some dark shit. It's fine. We've, we're have we all, assume it's okay to ask. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a green band. It's fine. Uh, Matt, Matt reiterated multiple times during this meeting, your fucking adults act like it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's always good advice, sure. Yes, indeed. But it just you can never hear it too many times. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, it, safety briefing was very informative, very good. Lots of cool new technology. If I ever run a LARP again, I'm going to definitely use the you have to get someone's consent to be romantically or sexually attracted to them rule. Yep. Bingo, bango. And I really, oh, God, I like, yes. I like pre-anticipate the, the, the butthurt of laying that rule down. How, da- how, how dare, dare you tell, you tell me, me what my, what, my, what exactly, it's like, you're no, right. We're, hedge, we're hedging out creepy bullshit. No, I don't want to catch another guy sleeping in my bed again while I'm not in it. That's really weird. It'd be worse if I had been in it, but either way, it was weird because that did happen to me at Fractal. It's a thing that happened because people don't have boundaries and Uh, think because it's pretend it's fine. It's not. But anyway, that was going to read that unfortunately because of questions and a few other things that ran a little late, but I I, I refer to it. I refer to it as, well, we lost about 30 minutes on moisture and the weather, <laughs> as, I, as I put it in my feedback. We lost 30 minutes on moisture and the weather. Maybe, like, I love the moisture, but man, guys. <laughs> yeah, make everybody sign a form saying it's winter. Yeah. yeah, it's cold outside. We know. Well, I, Don't, put, I put in my feedback if they, could, if they could run the event, like, a couple weeks to a month earlier in the year, that would hedge out a lot of, like, because that, that was, as far as safety issues, Biggest safety issue that that was there was the fact that it was goddamn forty degrees. Yeah, and everyone wants to wear skimpy, uh, skimpy cute, rave gear. Cute rave gear, yeah. Which there was a lot of it. Yeah, they but, figured it out. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Um, the picture, the pictures are up. By the way, they look cool. Yeah, yes, I shared we, them. We have one good picture of us three. Of, of I me, look Ryan so happy. I look so happy because I'm with a black spiral oh, dancer. <laughs> Yay! Who isn't happy with? He's so uh, tall. Plenty of people, actually. Um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, let's... Yeah, that was... And so we got to site. We even us who... Because everything went like... We were right, right on time. Everyone else was 30 minutes late. <laughs> Motherfucker. Because we, we're fucking buffer LARPers. We know about Snap Snap. Yeah, we got to go, go, go. We know how to hurry up and wait. Uh, we're good so at it. Act one. So Reggie is a really shitty Heisenberg. <laughs> um, he was basically just inundated with fear the entire thing because basically the entire criminal underworld of Austin was at this party for some fucking reason and they immediately knew that that was we like something immediately smelled off to all of us because we had enough ties to recognize everybody being there at once and it just like oh that's weird okay cool not cool so we got spooked pretty early on um and because what they didn't mention or didn't say is that one of the groups is filming a horror film there <laughs> in the mid. And so I just saw someone get like fucking cold cocked with an ax and Jen just like, like someone just going savage on them. And it's like, okay, well, because of how we have talked about what it is, WYSIWYG, it's like mm-hmm. what you see is what you is. Like, I don't know whether this is fiction or real. So Reggie's brain goes, well, something weird has just happened and we need to leave. So we did, or we tried to, but of course, due to how rules work and how the game works, uh, you can't deny the call, kids. So I had to come up with a reasonable early act one explanation as to why we can't leave. So I went with, our tires are slashed, because that's the easiest one, and one that would make the most like non-making things worse sense, because later on, it's, your carburetor's been ripped out. And it's like, that would be a little weirder at this point. So... What we have is someone acting crazy, and we know that we, the lab rats, his tires have been slashed. So we think we're someone's going to kill us, and we we're not wrong, but not who we thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we go around, and most of this, the first act for us is us sticking like floating as groups of two or three of the lab rats at a time, floating around trying to talk to the other criminal organizations, like what is happening here. 
who stole what well, we were well some of our shit got stolen so we were trying to figure that out who was that pissed at us or did find out exactly who did it don't think it matters um if i had my guesses vampires but yeah it was a lot of wheeling and dealing a lot of like steering clear of people who might recognize me because no one knew who I was necessarily, but there were people I went to high school with there in yep. character who I didn't want them to know I was there because I don't know who they're affiliated with. And at one point we did have a meeting of the minds of like two groups, uh, the independent businessmen who are our sellers. And one of them opened the negotiations after I questioned one of them a little aggressively about their security Cold cocked me in the face, which we did. It was my first, you know, uh, negotiation violence. And I was like, what you want to do? <laughs> and he's like, I want to punch you in the face. I'm like, I'll do it. And then we had, then it was very cool, actually. We sort of, as a group, were like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. Like, because there were like six of us standing mm-hmm. there. And everyone like just codified very fast how we were going to react to it. And then we were like, three, two, one, go. And then Reggie got punched in the face for the first time that night. Happened more than once. <laughs> so This will be a recurring theme. Now, the thing that I chose to do off the top of my head that was like, okay, well, I'm going to, he's not walking into this situation completely relying on a bunch of idiots he doesn't trust to physically defend him because he thinks they're all idiots and dummies and bullshit. So I canonically was carrying three small jar Mm. vials of liquid on me that, according to Reggie, and it was true, was was sulfuric acid. Sulfuric acid is actually very commonly used to clean glassware in organic syntheses. So he had some on him as a self-defense measure. It didn't help much in his human times. It actually came up way more in vampire times than he had it. (laughs) But yeah, most of Act 1 was just like trying to keep Scott sane towards the second half because something weird was happening there. No, that that, that that happened near the beginning of Act 2. We met... Okay. Yeah, she didn't really I'll, come I'll, we'll, we'll get into that when I when we. Sorry, I'm... it kind of gets all bleedy, but yeah, that was my act one. Uh, act act two, act one and two sort of bleed together a little bit. Yeah, they did. It's a very subtle demarcation. For we, we, uh, who would like to go next? I'll go next since we were talking about my stuff. So yeah, act act one, we show up, uh, we start dealing. I start hitting hitting some people up. I sell uh, I sell someone who was a vampire, but obviously I didn't know he was a vampire, but he didn't have a glow stick on. Uh, uh, like a shit ton of drugs. Was like, I was like, yeah, here, have here. I'm like, no, here's a hundred. Take, give me a shit ton. Uh, and that was a weird interaction. Uh, I spent a lot of time bouncing around, talking to people, making deals, like uh, checking in with my various clients uh, and other people and like, hey, do you want a thing? Like explaining the drug that we had to um, CB, boys and girls. Um, uh, and yeah, that was super fun. And then like like Ryan said, we started playing the try to connect the dots game. Yes. Like we tried to like uh, like I got in on a big meeting between like the Sixth Street Gang and the Independent Business. Yeah, that was your big. That was a Cobras. big moment for you. Yeah, I, I like I I I squeezed my way in there. Squeezed. Uh, so that I could like hear what they were going on, and I actually dropped the bomb because I had heard from you. All of, our fucking tires are slashed, guys. Check your cars. Shit's going down. I got in. Tr- By the way, vam- the vampires were not happy with Reggie on a individual i sorry i had to interject not happy with me on an individual level for spreading that piece of information womp womp um but yeah that will come up later that Mm -hmm. will come up later um so uh lots of wheeling and dealing and uh i had pre-negotiated who i was going to be embraced by i did it over the discord we met at the character tie workshop we worked it all out 
all through act one, I kept seeing her. Mm-hmm. We kept, like, we never interacted, but Scott knew what was going on. Uh, Eli just kept seeing this girl. Like she a- was always there. Yep. And like, she was follow, like she was always following me. She was staying like, she did a excellent job of being present, but not obtrusively. So she was just always in my periphery walking across my path it was fucking cool it's like a movie that if you go back and watch it you can see all the signs that that person was there in almost every scene if you were paying attention yeah so a lot of act my act one was just wheeling and dealing talking to people figuring shit out getting like he was he was a bit more like because he's like the big socialite, he he was a bit more optimistic and not and not not into the doomsaying. But shit did ramp up pretty easily, like, and he started like taking more risks, talking to like people who we probably shouldn't have talked to, trying to like because the the question of who hit us and like who's out to get us, when when we started like closing off possibilities, it the question got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I know I talked to a bunch of people, like I talked to. Uh, the leader of the Cobras, who we were super, uh, uh, super suspicious of. I straight up talked to her and asked her about it. Um, and, you know, we had those deals with the independent businessmen and all these other people who were, we were basically going behind the back of because we were trying. But that's, that's one thing that uh, we probably mentioned it last episode, but our plan in play was to get out. We were trying to get on our, our various exit ramps and, and not be making and dealing these drugs anymore. Right. And so we were trying way to Way too big for us. Way we too just... big. We failed, by the way. We utterly failed in that. We got a little bit I made close my to fi- it. I actually nailed down the final negotiation 15 minutes before Act 2 ended. Oh, shit. Yep. The final yeah. negotiation would have succeeded had we not all become uh, vampires. I had, okay. my, I had my exit ramp uh, set up. I just, it was, yeah. it just started with, uh, just before I got embraced was with the... Mm-hmm just when that happened so yeah so uh and then uh and then the lights on the dance floor went red and something else happened but we're gonna move to somebody else uh murphy you want to go or do you want me to go i'll go okay uh i played an aggressively laid-back drug dealer um (laughs) so uh she was was a delight (laughs) very chill namaste (laughs) so yeah i got there and uh basically traded some drugs with one person and then realized every single person at this party is either a priest or so they say or a drug dealer (laughs) so i just immediately gave up on trying to make any money for the night and just was kind of waiting for it to end but stuff was getting weirder and weirder but i was you know being super chill with uh so i was actually um by myself for most of this for almost all of act one and just kind of walking around walked around talked to a lot of people gave away a lot of raver candy because that's a subculture i'll happily appropriate (laughs) i i love friendship bracelets and um and uh you know actually made like you know like party friends with some of the characters and it did come up later um i think i was the first probably the first one something weird happened to like something sorry not weird happened to but something vampire related happened to because basically uh some guy and i went off to go make out and instead he bit me and i I, you know it was vampire kiss it feels very nice so after and we were in this um little structure it's like a bar there's a bartender there just studiously cleaning a glass and not looking at us and after the guy the vampire left. I just looked at the bartender. I was like, did that just happen? What happened? He's like, I don't know. I'm paid to not know what happened. I'm like, and then the guy came back and was like, yeah, you're not going to remember this. <laughs> so the rest of the evening, that was, that was my first vampire interaction. Um, so yeah, that was really like act one. It was really just a lot of talking to people for me. And 
I tried to Reggie and I both tried to leave together and were the ones who found out my character's name was Molly and um, we found out that we couldn't and like I went so we came back to the party and split off our separate ways and I talked to some of the friends I'd made there and like, alright this is weird because it's a party in Austin and I know like five people here instead of everybody here it's full of priests and all my ti- and my tires are slashed so that was how Act 1 went my, for me. Oh, my weirdo meter is increasing. Yeah. Act 1. So I don't have super much to add because I had a lot of the same experiences that everyone else did. Um, obviously, I didn't really notice any vampires because at this point, most of the vampires were not allowed to be in the main area unless they were like superhuman. Like they looked very human. None of the two monsters, most of the more, more aggressive Sabat were not allowed there. So it was just basically the mortals and dealing with mortal politics, which was some of the most fun that I had the entire night because it was us trying to figure out who slashed our tires, how do we get the off-ramp, who's fucking with us now, how do we protect ourselves, like a thousand different... And who put on this goddamn party? The and night, then, the question of the night. Uh, so that was the question we started charge. really answering by the end of Act 1. But beforehand, before like we're dealing with the 6th Street guys and they decked you and trying to f- fuck with us and trying to get everyone, uh, 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 get everyone sort of like situated correctly i had to go wrangle in some help from the drag rats which was a biker gang that i had made connections with at the um character tie workshop so i had people muscle to back us against like the cobras and the the sixth street and the independence just in case shit went down so i kept pushing and pulling there but i like you guys started noticing like hey there's a lot of guys here like why are two rival biker gangs in this been invited to the same to the same thing? Why are three different fact drug dealing factions here? Why there's rare kids, a movie crew? What is going on? Like we by halfway actually we're all like, why are so many weird people together that would never be together? And I remember talking to Molly about that, and she was like, "Yeah, this is just." This is everyone's on a different wavelength here. Yeah. And why are they all being forced to push together? Then the axe murder happened. You all, you guys come rushing up to me going, all right, Noah, we're out of here. Fuck it. I just saw a guy get axe in the head. I'm like, okay, shit, go, let's go, let's go. And then, then, uh, then we met you guys outside and like, our tires are slashed. I'm like, fuck, what do we do? What do you mean tires are slashed? And then we're like, all right, let's get back into the party where we have everyone, where we can see everyone and we know what's going on. And then that's when we find out it was a movie, 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 and then I flipped my collective shit at you guys for being paranoid sons of bitches. And then I pointed out very aptly, it's like, okay, but who's, but who slashed our tires, <laughs> Noah? But what, let's just say it was de-escalated that entire also, situation. Also, sorry for another interjection. Side note: that movie sponsored by Pentex. Yes, by <laughs> Pentex. Uh, there were a lot of different little signs throughout the entire complex that all had like advertisement stuff and had. The Pentex label on them. I liked. I liked your line of why the why is the company that I get all my chemicals from sponsoring a movie? Well, also uh, another one's like why is a candy company sponsoring a movie? Was another one. In <laughs> yeah. the other, it's like you know just all that shit. That's it's hilarious. Like, um, so uh, so a lot of wheeling, dealing, a lot of talking. Occasionally, I'd go out with uh, with Will, which is Ryan, our other uh, the our our undercover cop, Bloodbag. Uh, occasionally, I was with everyone else, just talking to other people. Matthew likes the music on the dance floor. Noah is not allowed to bob his head because he hates this music. Yes, we had had predetermined that both, like, Noah and Reggie bonded on being metalheads. Yes. (laughs) 
Yeah, Molly liked the music and had a nice girl to dance with, but was too unnerved. So, so as much as Murphy, as much as I like to dance, I only got to a little bit because yeah, actually the funny part, the part about was that, too part weird. Of that dance floor thing. Eventually, I knew shit had just. This was just when Act Two. When you're like, we're done selling. We're done selling yeah, for yeah. that. The, we're we're locking everything down. This is this is more about survival and being aware, than figuring shit money. out. Yeah, figuring shit out. So that then the rights went red. red. Yep, and thus Act, Act Two. Act Two. Uh, just so everyone's aware, is when the the chain starts getting loosened a little bit from the Sabbat, and people, uh, newcomers to the party, start coming into view. So many priests. So many, many guys call themselves God father. himself showed up. <laughs> the, Lord our, the Lord our God. Santa. I called him the Lord our God. Lord yeah. our God, Santa, uh, Killer Clown. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Oh, I didn't uh, see that. We'll Mr. talk Roger about them Mr. in a second. Sunshine. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, so, Act 2. I'll go. Keep the rotation. Act 2. Good Lord. What a weird time that was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Reggie had already been a little disturbed by the comings and goings and he was really like, and generally confused and had, was kind of off balance cause, but the cracks were starting to form where his fear response was starting to be brazenness cause he had already been hit in the face that night and well, fuck it. Why not? Why not? Nat? You know, adrenaline, I mean. adrenaline, fear. I I started constantly walking around with the cap with a cap loosened on one of my vials of acid like hidden up my sleeve. So it's like if you saw me during Act Two, I had one ready to rock. Like I was ready to go. Uh so a lot of Act Two for me was still milling around and bearing witness to weird shit. Like if you <laughs> I don't know if they said, Hey guys, Act Two is when you can start really going nuts. Because they did. Like, the Sabbat kids were going crazy. Like, yeah, there shouldn't be this much. punch each other in the face like mortals. Yeah, there there shouldn't have been this much fighting. This is weird, right? Like, is there usually this much fighting at a rave? Oh, real quick. You you got a bunch of interjections. Mm -hmm. I I get one. Absolutely. Uh, So, during Act 1, there were a couple of instances where I was interacting with vampires. um, Because I was like, I was like. Trying to, uh, one of my big things was I was trying to figure out who was running the party because that tied into like some character motivations because mm-hmm. I wanted to get into the event planning. And like every now and then I'd have this interaction with someone who wasn't wearing a glow stick. And they're like, yeah, the drugs are flowing. The sex is going down. The blood's going to flow. I'm like, wait, what was that last part? <laughs> like, ah, don't, don't worry about it. Don't you worry really, about really it. don't remember I said that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah like, there was good. a cup, like it was very subtle, very well done by the various vampire players of just tiny little being, droplets well yeah they were overexcited and mm-hmm. that was the thing they were a bunch of overexcited little kids mm-hmm. about to go to a murder carnival mm-hmm. and they were just really amped up and that's when like some of the true monsters actually like showed their faces a little bit mm-hmm. but they had prior plot nope i guarantee you i was there okay <laughs> that's how i met him oh yeah uh, that's right uh prior plausibility had already been established though it because was a movie because there's a movie being sh- and that's how reggie rationalized most of what he was seeing but then every once in a while, it would be the rationalization like, okay, well, that would be a great scene for a movie, except I don't see anyone with a camera here. And this is <laughs> 1998, so AV equipment wasn't, like, super subtle. No, mm-hmm. it, it, decent stuff. If you had decent stuff, it was not small. So around, at some point, I lost everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, just over the course of a while, I lost everybody. I tried to save them as best I could. Like, I tried to keep them away from the people who were aggressing at them. The people who are obviously like 
their sires, who would they prearrange and stuff. And I was doing like I'm not gonna just because you you know made an arrangement in Discord, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna not try to stop it from no, happening. That, that, that that's good role playing. And they have. Uh, Unfortunately, they have supernatural powers and can make me walk away. Indeed, they can. And they dominate. Uh, I think I was dominated more than probably. I don't know how many times. I think I was dominated like 15 times. Like, I was dominated to fucking back because I would not. Yeah, you you were you had a, you, you were a dog with a with a bone. A tie, yeah. And I was unbending, you know, mm-hmm. about the whole thing. So I kept, a, eventually, it's like, well, I'm ruling that domination can only keep me off the centers. Until I see one more fucked up thing, mm-hmm. it's like okay, well I saw another fucked up thing, and I'm not an idiot, so, uh, so that that was a I, I've talked about this in a Facebook post and a couple of other spots, but this is where I experience what true hopelessness feels like, and I never ever want to feel it again because I got to experience everyone I know disappearing, coming back weird. Ditched uh, your one friend who was still alive I, because I just didn't want her to be around to see what happened to me because I knew something bad was gonna. I've just felt the sword hanging over me, or I was gonna kill myself. Either way, Eli helped. Eli made me mm. not kill myself, so that was cool. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I also did, in fact, at the very, like, the final moment when it really didn't matter anymore, did talk to the leader. Like, I talked to Matt's, what I found out to be Matt Sire, who, you know, Shannon, she she did a very yep. good job. Doesn't have, an, like, she's like, but I have your formula. I'm like, honey. The formula is something from a, from a textbook from 1978. Everyone has my formula. It's just doing it right. That's the hard part. <laughs> but you can. So I had arranged a new person to like cook the shit because apparently she made it mm-hmm. clear that it's like she could make it because she was passing out painted versions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really got back to her. I, I kind of wrote on by. I was like, I don't actually care. I don't actually care what she does. Mm-hmm. And I met the leader of the Sixth Street people who thought I was trying to play them, but it's like, oh, you're... Because it was actually a really funny interaction that Matt was there for. It's like, and I hadn't quite told the Sixth Street folks this yet, and she's like, well, I'm we're the Sixth Street people, so you're doing a pretty bad job of keeping secrets from us. And I'm like, yeah, you misunderstand my position, lady. I don't give a shit about keeping secrets. I want out of this, and I'll sell you fucking everything. Like, It's all yours. I got to cook it for you. I got equipment with a location and chemicals ready to go. Let's talk a price when we get, but first let's get out of here because this is about 20 minutes before the changeover yep. and things had gotten bad. Like it was obvious there was something terribly wrong and some people were either choosing to ignore it because they were like high on drugs, high on blood. blood. Yeah, people, but I had been, with the exception of, you know, one good hit to the face unmolested that part of the evening. So I was bearing witness to people acting very unusually, seeing it was just it was obvious there was something terribly, terribly wrong. And at that point I Reggie was convinced it was an MK Ultra thing. <laughs> and he, that was a good one. I like that. Because uh, what else could it be? Like, mm. what else would be happening here? Well, it's like maybe like the Russian mob was g- gathering. A well, I thought that we were extras I, not in a... Uh, sorry, I'll bug into it. Yeah, okay. But basically, like, I'm like, well, either the Russian mafia has collected all of us here to murder us all and take over Austin's underworld, but then you guys came back. Mm-hmm. And you were acting weird. And real like, weird. Real, real weird. I'm like, okay, so MK Ultra. <laughs> nice. And that was where I think I had a pretty good interaction with Jason Carl on mm-hmm. that subject. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is really weird. I'm like, yeah. It your is rumors started spreading that it was MK Ultra. What else could it be? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only scientifically feasible explanation for what I was seeing. <laughs> and I am a smarty pants. 
Eight. So, so you um, waited for the sort of Damocles. Uh, there was a point, yeah, where I sort of kind of walked. I was just sitting. Yeah. Like, I was just sitting in one of those little hovels. And, like, my sire showed up. He was the true monster. Anyone who's, like, he's been, like, Scott linked a picture of him on mm-hmm. Facebook. Fuck he's him. horrifying. Yeah, his name's Inve. He's a scary, scary thing. He's a hiveman. Mm. <laughs> What's your gender? Hive. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Whatever you want. But something led to our interaction being like he had decided he was finally going to pounce on me because he liked me because I was smart. Like mm-hmm. I was the smart one who wasn't. And I had, being... talked, I had talked you up earlier. Right. And he had, I had been a thorn in the sides of a number of people as I was trying to leave. They had to dominate me back mm-hmm. and like do all this shit and make me forget stuff over and over again because I was a dog with bone. So I threw acid in his face. Didn't matter because he put his face back on. In in narratively, and I'm like, ah, shit. So I made a deal. Like Reggie's not an idiot. It's like, well, I. So my choices are become what you are or die. And given what I'm seeing, what loving God would allow this? So I'm pretty sure the afterlife's not a good bet. So I'm gonna (laughs) take the eternal damnation, unlife thing. So I had to wait 15 minutes for that. Yes, I had to wait 15 minutes for that. Where, but in that 15 minutes, I had a lovely conversation where I kind of did a weird like, "So how are you guys feeling right now?" Yeah, like he, my, he just accepted newly, his oblivion annihilation to my to my newly vampired friends. I'm like, "So how are you guys feeling?" And, and we're like, "No, all right, pretty good. Good. it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Pretty You'll good. be fine. That's fine. good. That's I, good." And then ballroom blitz. Comes. I, 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 my observation about your situation was really good because it's like. Just as Ballroom Blitz goes off, it's just, you are the eye of the storm. Mm-hmm. You are, I'll, you are I'll legitimate. Go into, I'll go into that, that in, act three. In, in act three. So, Scott. So, my act two. Let's be, let's try to shorten these up a little bit. Um, this will be a long one. Shut up. Um, so, my act two. I actually get derailed pretty, pretty early in act two. Actually, very early in act two. So, we're making the deal. We make our first, like... Our first stage deal of getting out, uh, and we're 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 panicking, we're talking, we're talking, and then for the first time, me and my sire actually interact. She like stumbles into the group, uh, and like is is she's acting like she's high off her fucking gourd, uh, and she like hands me a pill that has like a little like red reddish powder in it. And she's like, oh, you should try this. You should try this. And I'm, and I'm like still talking to you guys while I'm talking to her. And like, you know, she's obviously beguiling me and whatnot. Um, and like I'm trying to trying to like deflect it because fuck no, I'm not taking any goddamn drugs uh, when, with all this weird shit happening. And I'm trying to like disengage from her while getting back at the group because we were in the middle of a conversation. And then she hits me with, you really, really want to take the drugs. And I just pop it in my mouth. And uh, it was uh, it was her blood uh, in in a little capsule, uh, so it wasn't it wasn't even drugs. It was just milk blood. Um, <laughs> the best drug. Yeah, it's a good drug. Uh, and so then then I just go fucking nuts. Like yep. I, I start going like I, I start going like I'm in the I'm in the peak of a fucking acid trip, uh, with like full on like schizophrenic voices in my head and and like 
everybody else suddenly realizes, oh shit, what the hell happened to Eli? Right. So I start getting like, try to get, get, get corralled and whatnot. Will tries to get me like hydrated and sit down and like, and she, I think she gets run off or she decides to run off, like run off a bit. You guys, you guys manage her when you figured out what had happened. Um, we knew she was a problem. Yeah, there was she, something going she, on with she, that. She she had intersected and caused a shit ton of problems because, as you know, freewheeling and and psychonaut as Eli was, you guys knew he wouldn't be going off fucking crazy tonight. Because not we were, for what a you can handle his shit and yeah. b we're supposed to stay straight tonight. Exactly. Um, I mean, he Eli quotation marks had taken like a half tab. Well, that's just for business. That, well, that's just that's just you know <laughs> get the wheels turning. Get the wheels turning. But so. Will takes me off. We hydrate. We talk. I talk to various people of you. Like you, like you realize that I'm I'm gone for the time being. So you're like, okay, we're gonna handle him now. Uh, and then eventually we come back out yeah, from the bar area where I was like sitting and chilling. And like I think you go to find her to like confront her uh, and talk to her. And so she comes back. <laughs> And and sits next to me. She's super apologetic, and and we start we start vibing. And of course, so things I had decided about Eli is that Eli was gray asexual, uh, which is something I'm doing for a lot more of my LARP characters because I'm old and I don't want to deal with that anymore. Uh, <laughs> just hedging out the creepiness. Um, so he's not interested in getting laid or anything about, but. This girl, her eyes. I'm thinking about her. Like I'm think. I don't. I don't think about people in this way. What the hell is going on with me? So I'm immediately attracted to her. Just listening to everything she says. And then you know, as much as you guys are trying to watch me and realize that this is a problem, you guys have other shit that you're having to deal with. I yep. didn't, but I was letting you do your thing. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah, they were all like, well, "Yeah, that's your friend there." I'm like, I can hear you, and just left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a funny part. That was a funny yeah. part. Uh, but so then, like, we find she finally gets gets me alone, and um, then she starts really getting into my head. Like, she yeah. just starts really getting into my head, and she whamming you hard, whamming me hard, and she. Gets into my head and she makes me think that Will, uh, other Ryan, the, the the blood bag under the cop, like he's Satan. You see Satan. You see the fucking devil. I was there for that. Holy yeah. Shit. And so I start freaking out because like Noah and Reggie are like, he's the devil. He's the fucking devil. Like you got to get away from him. Like it was this really weird. Like I freaked the fuck out because she's like in my fucking ear. Like we have to kill him. We have to kill him. He's a devil. He's going to hurt your friends. He's going to fucking like we have to kill him. Objection. I didn't know any of that, that she made you think he was devil. I thought that she had given you some insight that he was the undercover cop. And that was the, like, your drug-induced insanity. What a wonderful serendipitous thing to have happened, but... Yeah. That ain't it. (laughs) So, I, uh, so she's like, she's like egging me on. Like, we have to get him. We have to get him. So, she's like pushing me towards him and like, where she's like trying to corral him away from everybody. Um, and that's when we pass Inve, your sire, and he's got his full fucking mask. I'm like, and I, I look at him and I stop and I'm like, I think he's the devil. <laughs> like, are you sure he's not the devil? Uh, and she's like, no, no, he's fine. He's from the movie. Um, like that's the devil. That's the devil. And she's like whammying me over and over again. Uh, and then we finally get old Will off on his own. And like, he's like, I'm, um, like I'm, I, I had to spin some bullshit and then mostly me, but she helped a little bit. I beat him to death in an alley. Like I just freak out with like the drug strength. I'm glad he. I'm glad he kind of went with that. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had another plans. Because he had other plans, but I think I'm glad he went with that. 
But yeah, like I literally like threw him to the ground, kicked him a couple times, and then stepped on his throat until he died. Uh, and it was as a as a mortal, by the way, as a mortal. Yeah, because I was I was ghouled up and and filled filled with the crazy strength. Crazy strength. Uh, and then she basically unwhammies me and makes me realize, oh no, that's not the devil. That was your buddy. Um, and just that precipitates the utter breakdown. Cause I had basically what I had told her was previous. Like, she's like, do you have anything you want to do as far as the embrace? I was like, throw me down the house of mirrors, do whatever. The less I know, the better. Um, so she was, she, she had a cool, she had a cool little plan laid out for, for this. That's when I'm like in full breakdown mode. She's like, we have to get out. We have to get out. They're going to catch you. They're going to catch you. You killed him. You killed your friend. And so that's when she leads me to the grave site. Yep. Um, and like we, we get in and I'm seeing weird things and she's like, she's keeping me focused on her. Right. So I'm not seeing the weird shit that's happening. Cause uh, once you I, leave I, the main party, you start getting into super vampire territory mm-hmm. of other stuff that's going on, and you don't want to. You can the cauldron. Easily... To give a briefest description, the cauldron is a really, really nice little sort of old west town looking kind of. Looks like fort. Uh, Matthew Webb did a walkthrough of the site a couple yep. of days before the game. We will definitely link that in the yep. show notes. And, and, out, and right outside of Cauldron's Keep is a fenced-in area where we couldn't see anything. It was kind of where the vampires were hanging out and doing. It was a secret area. It was a secret area. But where anyway. the graves were. She drags me in there. Uh, like, we have a couple of weird interactions with other vampires who are doing their embraces. Yep. Um, oh, oh, uh, that had the, I had the perfect, beautiful vampire moment. Uh, um, I think it was while she was leading me to kill him, to, to kill Will, another vampire comes up on me. And she just, like, under her breath whispers, he's mine. And I was just like, oh, that's perfect. I love it. I'm still whammied, so I'm not going to register it. But that's just a beautiful little vampire moment. Um but anyway, so yeah, so we get in there. She throws me on the on the hay. She uh, she drains me. Uh, I had given her my little vial of blood. I'm like, pour this down my throat for realsies. Um, and that, that's when you embrace, get thrown in the fucking uh, fucking graves, get bonked on the head with a shovel. Yep. Uh, go underneath like this really fucking cool uh, setup that they have where it's like this bed of hay uh, that has like tarps on tarp like cloth tarps on it, mm-hmm. and there's this like interlocking. Uh, cloth thing. Yeah, they're so, just two pieces of cloth tightly over each other so that you can pull easily, and it stretches so it's easily pulled apart. You can get in it, let go, it cl- goes right back over, so it creates this the sensation of you have something soft so you don't hurt yeah. yourself, but it covers you. You're covering you. So I'm in there, uh, I'm hearing Mr. James Davey, thank you very much for that creepy, creepy audio, uh, like this weird distorted passages of the Book of, Can- of no, Book of Nod being read. I hear them above shouting, praise Cain, rise, praise Cain, rise, praise Cain. And then I crawl my ass out of the grave and I go absolutely fucking bonkers. Like I am spewing prophecy, pulling on all of my world of darkness knowledge in the most like twisted schizophrenic way. And everyone's like, oh boy, we got a live one here. <laughs> that's um, a real lunatic. Look at that. A good one. That's a real, real way. Weirdy guy. Uh, so yeah. So she leads me, we get, uh, we get my first feed. Cause I basically had decided that he gets, he gets exponentially less coherent, the hungrier he gets. Uh, so we find, uh, a, uh, a friend of ours, Ash, uh, who is the, uh, the roommate of Mo. Uh, who's a part of my vampire, yeah. my vampire game. She's playing a blood bag. She's my first victim. Well, my second victim, actually, because Will was my first. Um, I feed on her. I, I basically leave her for dead in an alley, and that was super. She did a real good job of being a corpse for a little bit after that. 
uh, and I then found her. yeah, you yeah you found her. <laughs> That's so good. So yeah, so then me and my sire, we start having the best converse, the post post embrace conversation ever, uh, because we're both Malkavians and we're both super super crazy. So we have to calibrate and get on the same insane wavelength such that if anyone else were listening to our conversation, it still wouldn't be comprehensible, but we can understand each other because we're on the exact right sort of, uh, you know, collective unconscious, totally insane wavelength of communicating information to me. So she's telling me all the stuff. I'm correlating it to the weird prophecies that I've been getting. And like, Eli's, I play it so that Eli's pretty quick on the uptake. Yeah. Like he, he's like got the raw signal coming in his head and she's giving all the context that he needs to know. And he starts picking up the context for everything. So I play him cause I don't want to play stupid at a game that I know pretty much all yeah. the lore at, yep. uh, which is one of the reasons I wanted to be a Malkavian. So that was fun. So then I started being a vampire. Uh, I ran into, I, oh, I saw Noah getting led, getting frog marched yep. into that as I was walking out. Yeah, I was right that behind was, him. That was, that was, and then she oh, yeah, you're go, right. She made me go away. She did. Yeah, she made you go away. That was my whole shenanigans. But We'll get into, we'll get into that. Uh, so, yeah, so that's when I start yo-yoing between unhealthy empathy and utter sociopathy with spikes of just incoherentness. Yes. Uh, that was my mode for basically the rest of the night. Uh, I had some cool interactions with Mo, uh, who was one of my clients before, and like she 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 was she was rocketing towards an overdose the entire night. Yeah. Uh, that's actually how she died. She died of an overdose on the dance floor. Mm. Um, which was whoo boy, and then someone poured blood in her mouth. Um, so that's, that's an interesting way to get that for that to happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I all props for Mo. She's a delight and a fantastic role player. Um, so yeah, so I am feeding on people. I'm screwing with people. Like my my modus operandi is when I feed on someone. When I every time I fed on someone, I I chose the dementation power. I would just break their heads open, right, and and then feed on them because that that was what tasted best for me and I like would like watch people as they bled out and died and then get back into normal mode. Uh, and yeah, I had some like at one point, uh, cause I was trying to, I was, I was, my unhealthy empathy was okay. So this is what's happening. We're all getting dot. We're being killed and turned into vampires. I have people who I kind of like, I want to make sure that they make it out. Okay. Like Noah's fine. I saw him getting that. We're not going to think about Will. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a big block. Like, it's just a big smiling picture yeah, of him. It's yeah. like, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. He's, He's on a happy farm. Then <laughs> <laughs> that little dog in a pasture. Gotcha. You got me. That was good. Yeah. So, but like, I was worried about Reggie. I was, uh, I, I, uh, I I had a brief interaction with Murphy. Yep, you were uh, scary. And I scared, then I avoided you. That was when I was in in the total sociopathy mode because that was when yep. in, that was in the middle of like my first big conversation with my sire and yep. like I yeah I I was I was on her wavelength at that point. So you were very scary. Oh yeah, I I, I did a creep. Um, I think that was a, that was when my sire and I a uh, woman named Rachel who playing a character named named Althea, uh, we found the chicken. That was the chicken. There are pictures of the there chicken. There are pictures of the chicken. Uh, I believe he's been named uh, Fuck Cluck Boom. Uh, uh, last of the chicken shifters. Uh-huh. Um, that big fat chicken. That big fat chicken. And like we like we didn't know if it was real or not because there's all sorts of like kitschy shit around the yeah, site. Yeah, yeah, And then we saw it take a shit. 
so yeah, no, no, that's real. That's I real never chicken. saw. I saw never high saw production the values. <laughs> I never saw the chicken. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so uh, I was uh, I was super worried about Reggie because like I saw him and he wasn't getting embraced for a long ass time. I'm like, oh, I want to I want to make sure he's okay. So I like I went and I talked to Inve, like tried to hook up. Up is like, yeah, there's a thing where we can only embrace one. I'll get him later. I'm like, oh, and then like. I, I find you in a moment of like what's clearly pure, pure helplessness. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried that it was like Ryan who was having a super not good time. I mean, my face can be very expressive. It can. You, you were doing a very well, good job. Okay. There is a listen, I don't believe, I don't do the bleed thing outside of game, but I'm feeling what I'm feeling at the game. Fair. And yes, I did feel pretty helpless. So, Technically, I wasn't having a very good time. True, but I was. I, I was Reggie was. I not was having a little a out of play, worried that like Ryan was oh, having I wasn't a shitty having, night. Oh, don't get me wrong. That last fifteen minutes, I was, I was annoyed. That's where the, uh, the the sort of the rules, the, the the abstract rules, kind of got in the way. Got man. in the way a little bit, which we put it in our feedback that we think that it should be two during Act Two, two embraces during Act Two. Yep, with a tighter control. I will with a tighter control. With a tighter control. I'll get into why during my Act Three thing. Yep. Indeed. So. Uh, I run into him and we have a little conversation and I'm just super unhealthily empathic. So I'm like, Hey Reggie, you're really, really happy right now. He came and told me. Oh, that's how I knew there was something Yikes. wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I like, didn't know you did that to yeah. him. Absolutely. He did because it's, and that's told how me you I should st- find you. And it would make me feel, made him feel better. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to find him right now. He's no, that was a good idea. Too. I would have been something real bad to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so then, so we, we talked a little bit. I, she introduced she introduced me around a little bit to some of the other vampires. Showed you off. Yeah, we had, yeah, she did. She was proud of her little boy. Um, she had a real, real like possessive murder mommy vibe to her and Mm -hmm. I loved it. Um, (laughs) and the, um. We had a little, we had, we, we just had these like peppered conversations and peppered introductions. Uh, and we eventually like got into some, some like the cam stuff and the, and the war against the antediluvians. And then we got on our like mutually constructive interference wavelength. And we just started screaming about praise Kane and fuck the antediluvians and all that. And then like a fucking black hand member was like, calm that shit down. And like, Oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that was fun, and that was about the time that Ballroom Blitz starts. I had a brief interaction with you, yep. uh, where, where we like we both realized, hey, we, the thing happened. Hey. That was actually where we were all three. No, I, no, no. I had I had an okay. interaction with him before. Yeah, because I saw him, and then I noticed he didn't have his glow stick anymore, mm-hmm. and I didn't have mine. So I was like, oh, all right. Well, so that's what ha- so that's what's going on. That's what's going like that was in one of my one of my lucid moments. Yes. Um, but yeah, so then like I'm having a conversation with my sire and one of the many priests, uh, the one that, uh, that ended up giving the sermon of Cain walks up to us and lets us know, Hey, the blitz is about to happen. Yeah. Five minute call. Five, Five minute, minute call. call. Uh, and oh yeah, Mo's character. I never actually got her name, uh, but whatever. She was a client. I was like super unhealthily empathic, empathetic about her. So I was trying to arrange her embrace as yep. well, uh, which I ended up doing, um, so I was like kind of watching out after her and uh, that was a whole thing. And then that's, so then we all kind of get ready for the blitz. blitz. I, I, we, we all, I maneuvered into the dance floor so I could yeah. be there when it happened. Yep. And that's my act too. Miss Murphy. 
So, Act <laughs> 2, again, the acts kind of bleed into one another, but I think Act 2 started with me uh, getting sent out to go talk to a fortune teller outside of the party, because... And at this point, Molly's been forced fed drugs a lot and has lost a lot of blood. So, uh, didn't you know? I, I was pretty pretty on board with whatever was pretty suggestible. Got my fortune read. Came back. Everybody was acting even weirder. You guys, I don't know what's happened to Will. I'm wandering around. I eventually find Reggie. Um, he's uh, sorry, you can't see me pointing out there in Podcastville. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know. I don't think I see uh, your character again, Matt, for the Not rest for of the night. Not for a long while. Um. So, for me, Act 2, I actually survived till the beginning of Act 3. Act 2 was mostly, I got force-fed drugs and fed on a bunch. So, after a while, my character would just, like, start fainting, but nobody wanted to kill me off. And, um, like, uh, I think Act 3 was actually when I had the coolest, like, the very beginning of Act Act 3, right before, right before I actually died, was when I had the coolest interactions. So, yeah, Act 2 was just a bunch of that. Which is a bunch of going through that. Getting dominated to... That's the blood bag ticket. Yeah, no, it was fun. That part was actually really fun because, like, I was really isolated. Everybody was really weird. Uh, the creepiest thing that happened to me the whole time, though, was um, I was talking to Ryan's character, Reggie, and you go off to do something. Uh, I think it's when you uh, follow, went up to see what was going on with him, and you had your bottle, your, your uh, bottle of acid in your hand, and you came back and you still had it. And I resume our conversation. Um, about I, I don't think this is MK Ultra. I think we're extras in a in a uh, high budget um, snuff film, and I think we're all gonna die tonight. Oof! And then you and he's like and and Reggie's like, why am I? What are you talking about? It's fine. This is a fun party. Why am I? Why do I have this? My bo- Why do I have this out? And like, oh no, the body snatchers got you too. <laughs> it's like yeah, they slashed your tires and everyone's been acting weird. It's like, what are you? Oh my God, you're right. So <laughs> yeah, I I, I, so I played I felt, a good like solid. Two to three minutes of like, where the fuck's Eli? I felt yeah. very, very alone just then. Even very, though I was right next to Ryan, to look at him in the movie, eye, like just on yep. the cusp of the climate, like getting towards the top part of the. Yeah, they dominate. Movie. They dominated away like an hour and a half of my memory. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, at least that for me too. So much. I couldn't forgotten. play it like that. I like, couldn't play it like I didn't like it didn't come back. Didn't know yeah. why my blood was mostly drugs and not much blood. <laughs> so act two for me. Are you are you done, Murphy? Yeah. yeah. So act two for me was mostly starting to build up. So the entire night I had been seeing my sire. I met her at the character workshop. We we worked out that I was going to be a little sombra and we worked out why she, what our connection was. So the entire night I'm trying to avoid the living bejesus out of her because something that I, that she concocted, we, we concocted together was she will likely was the one who hit us for the drugs. I gave her the information about it, but I don't remember that I did because she's a fucking LaSombra with Dominate. Yep. So what ended up happening is she hauled me in off screen. She had hauled me into my parole officer, set all this stuff up, and basically got me to tell her. And But I, I still knew who she was. She didn't remove the memory of the meeting with her and all that. So the entire night, I'm like, see her? I'm turning away from her. See her turning away. But occasionally, I'm breaking off. I'm make, waiting for you guys not to be around. And I go up and like, what are you doing here? What What's going on? He's like, oh, just wait. It'll be okay. You can repay me. It's fine. And then slowly and slowly, shit's happening with Eli. He's going nuts. Molly is off in the corner smoking at the, the pit, wondering what the hell's going on with Reggie. Reggie looks like he's just... He's he's setting something up in the meeting because that was... Before I got embraced was that last meeting. Um, last meeting. And all the while, then she starts leading me. She says... You want to uh, come come walk with me? And I did. Because I knew I was going to get 
brace during act two and that was fine. I started walking and then I started acting like I wanted to stop walking with her, but I couldn't. And so I started doing the whole, like my body's doing something. My brain, my just, my brain won't, nothing will uh, compute. And all the while she's telling me about Cain and Abel and what, what tonight's about. And I'm like, are you fucking called us? What is going on? And then she hits me with the biggest fucking story whammy that I was not expecting. He's like, Noah, who do you think made your parents so bad to you that you had to light a match? Why do you think you went to prison, but you didn't get go for life for two double homicides? She basically, she whammied me. She, she basically explained, I have been fucking with you your entire life. The little sombras. To get you to this point, because I needed to make sure you were strong enough to be for tonight, to be uh, a success because I'm, I'm her one for act two. So I was like, Oh, she, and like, so she like feeds, she feeds me, she drains me, she kills me, um, right outside the grave actually. Mm-hmm. And then she hits me with her blood and I sort of like temporarily come toast. And then she bumps me on the head, gets me inside, bumps me on the head and gets me, uh, embraced and truly shovel headed. I come crawling up and I'm just uh, fertile and just like, I can see all the stars. I can smell all the things. That's how I'm like, I justify like knowing who's a human, who's mm-hmm. still mortal blood bag or who's a vampire. Basically, like, okay, the glow sticks. I know who, who's who and what's what. And I st- come back inside. That's God st- was telling me. Yeah. Like, uh, that's how I justified it. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally God, because he was walking around. Yeah. Uh, our the Lord, Lord our God was there. Um, so uh, I'm walking around and I'm starting to see people and I see Eli and Reggie's wandering around. And eventually I'm just like, She's like, my sire's like, mm, just go, go, you're fine. And it's still act two. Mm-hmm. So I just walk up to the fireplace, see a blood bag and go, yeah. Ah! And I just basically, I start feeding from her wrist and she's screaming and everyone on the fireplace is like, what the fuck? And I'm like, rah, I'm done with you. And then like, ah, and I start like wandering around. It's like more cohesive, trying to be feral, but still kind of a Noah head space looking for Reggie and Eli, I see Reggie. I see some of my other buddies that were around that I had been hanging out with. And I was like, no, no, like dude from the boat, like dude from the uh, drag rats were like, no, you guys are cool. Don't worry, I'll, I'll make sure you're okay. <laughs> and this other guy who I had drug connections with was like, no, no, you're a cool dude. We both like the same music. You'll be all right. I'll make sure of that. We do all, I start doing this. And then we have the little meeting where I get to see Reggie look just sullenly consigned to his fate. Like, how is it, guys? You guys okay? You guys okay? Just feeling okay. Just feeling okay. And we were just like, yeah, it's yeah you're good. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. We've been we've been working looking out for you. Yeah, it's cool. We'll be it's all right. Cold, it's a cold and, comfort. And then we get the, <laughs> the, then we get the five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay. And then that's when I start looking over my buddy who's still hanging out with us, going, I'm gonna. It's okay if I win the ballroom red seven. I'm just gonna shove you to the ground and just like devour you. And he's like, yeah, go ahead, do that. Was it a blood bag? No, he was mortal. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to kill him. Though. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I was just going to feed from him exceedingly aggressively. Mm-hmm. So that kind of all happens. The biggest like revelation, the biggest thing that's going on is just the embrace and the revelation that Noah had been kind of a special pet project of this Lasabra 
for a very long time, which I was like, that's fucking badass. That was cool because I didn't ask for that. That was not what I wanted. That was not what I intended when I talked to her. For anyone who doesn't know the lore of the world of darkness, that is the most appropriate thing she could have done. Absolutely. Just a cradle of grave. Like I am going to cultivate this person to exactly what I need them to be so that when I'm ready, they're prepared for what I need to do. But I don't have a lot of interaction with her. I do in act three, but not for the later of Act 2. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, The Blitz. Act 3. Act 3. So, here's where I would give my piece of advice for anyone who's going to do this. If you are not being embraced in Act 2, do everything in your power to not, like, just just get bowled over by someone, like, in random in Act 3. Because the weight was torment. Because hmm. I had agreed... I made my agreement at the end of Act Two, but he's like, I didn't get special dispensation from the Black Hand Aww. to get my sec to get a second one, so I don't want to get in trouble, which is fucking bullshit because Invey's a shit starter. <laughs> I'll tell you why in a second. Um, yeah, but, but so, out of play rules is rules. Out of play rules is rules. Uh, but Ballroom Blitz for me could have been the Pixies, where is my mind? Nice. Uh, because of what I walked through, because I because yes, yeah. I got the five minute warning with you two standing next to me. Mm-hmm. They're like five minutes, and I just looked around. It's like, oh, shit! Mm. Better go find that thing. <laughs> and I that's, just started, oh god, that's rough. Like I don't want listen. If I well, that was his mindset was if I'm gonna get changed, I'm gonna get changed on my terms by the guy I by the guy that chose me and I chose him. That's I'm badass. not letting one of these fuck nuts change me because mm-hmm. those. Because he didn't have much nice to say about most of the Sabat packs there, because they acted like a bunch of twelve-year-olds, mm-hmm. like getting. Which you're not wrong. Yeah, it's like well, he he were, he called them the pep rally because <laughs> they were like doing like chants and stuff, and it's like. Ugh, oh yeah, on. that's right. Earlier, we were like, who are the, the shadow seekers? seekers? They just did like a pep rally. Chant. They just had a little yeah, pep rally chant. And I was my asking, pack. I have things to say about them, and <laughs> I have I have things to ask, um, but. <laughs> So I sort of slowly amble my way on up to the front, like because I know that's kind of where Envy's been hanging out. Mm-hmm. But as I do, I was stopped at least. A f- I was looking. I had to walk in circles a few times to find him. And the blitz was going on around me, and I was like, people getting bowled over. It's like, I, and I must have looked like a crazy. I must have looked like a ghoul mm-hmm. or something. Like maybe someone. So, had been a ghoul. so this is what made the image that kind of came out. You were Cain with the mark of God on your head. No one would touch you. But you had to bear witness to well, everything. The, the thing I did have to bear witness, and the me like shaking my finger like a no 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 TikTok like finger mm-hmm. was enough to turn people away from me. Interestingly enough, hey, I got a date. I did tell one guy I had a date, and he's like, <laughs> "I've got a date," and he's like, "Oh, okay." Like, <laughs> well, it was a priest actually. Yeah. One of the priests was like, oh, "Fair enough." <laughs> so as long as you got a guy, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's that's macabre. It's macabre. So I got my my munchies on. Like I got bit. Uh, I got dragged off. And so this is where we talked about the 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 thing about needing to do two in Act Two because the conga line happened. Mm-hmm. And Scott's very very pleasant, like mm-hmm. very immersive experience was very not for me. Like yeah, yeah. I was thrown in the hole. People were screaming at me to keep it moving, basically. like, in, And I know it was in play. I know there's a psychotic bruja mm-hmm. just losing his goddamn mind about how awesome this is. But mm-hmm. Ryan can't differentiate that because I'm cold and tired and, you know, this is very intense. 
So I kind of like popped out. I didn't get to hear James's sweet, sweet voice. I did not him. actually hear him at all. I, t- I heard mumbles, but not enough because it, it was it was low. You it, like it if there was so, shit going on, it was you so you loud it. at that point. But I, I did differentiate his sweet, sweet dulcet tones. Um, I didn't get bonked. Oh there shit! No, there was no shovel for me. Oh, so I didn't. I performed no retay that evening. Oh, um, but I did get changed. My my sire had gotten greedy and changed three guys. Oh no! I was the best. Uh, there was no doubt about it. <laughs> I, I was the one he wanted. But so basically during this act three, there was like the, you know, your HR introduction to the Sabbat. Yeah. Yeah. Which there was a lot of like group building exercises. Well, that was, I think that was more in act four. No, that was act oh, three. It was shit. solid act three. Because act four was building the monomacy, monomacy and all that stuff. But so we, I kind of meet the rest of my loosely affiliated pack and like... Two of the true monsters are in my pack, so I've got some very weird-looking dudes, mm-hmm. and one's the Ductus, the leader, and he hates my sire, and they have, like... So we get our first Sermon of Cain. It was at that moment where Noah, Eli, and... That was Act 4. The first Sermon the, of Cain? Yeah, that act... The, the end of Act 3 was the was the blood shower, and then they gathered us all. The end of Act 3 is the blood the, shower? The end I, of thought act three, the, I thought that was no, the... No, that was beginning. the end of it. Because then the, that's when they called every called everyone... Really? Yeah. I can't remember. No, I thought the start Molly of Molly was three. dead before the blood shower, so you must have been turned before then. Okay, well, then we had a miscommunication as well, because I thought the, the blood shower was no, the, the, the start the, of Act 3. No, the... Mm, it might... No. The, no, 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 the blitz? Bl- the, the ballroom blitz was the start of Act 3. Yeah, The yeah, blood shower was the end of Act 3. Okay. And then they called everybody for the first Sermon of Cain. Uh, wow, that Act 3 felt real short. I guess they... they the Act 3 was pretty short. Act 3 felt short, because... Yeah, okay, it was... I, did, I didn't divide it up as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Act 3 was very short. Act 3 must have been very short. So my Act 3 was, um, in that case, just more of a general talking mm-hmm. to people and kind of being like... Huh. Well, the chaos reigned around you. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I see now. Okay, cool. Now, you see, you had a very different relationship to your sire than oh, mine. Yeah. Mine's flighty. Uh, oh, as, mine was flighty too, but... Well, she, no, she was... but not in the way... No, not in a very helpful way. Inve <laughs> um, was flighty. You could tell by the fact that he made three, like... Oh, no. Like, by his own choice, instead of, like, just sucking down and making a bunch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he didn't tell me, like, anything. Like, I actually went and figured shit out from other Others. people, like, by asking them, like, mm-hmm. and kind of, like, gathering from the non, like, what they had heard, like, the mm-hmm. people who had been turned, what they had heard. Right. And like, okay. And then he started plotting. And that was yeah. most most of my, my act four was much more spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, my act three. So, like I said, uh, we, we get we get the, the, the knowledge about the Blitz, so I get on the dance floor. Uh, and then they play it, and that's I, I had a lot of fun in the early part of Act Three, just being a, a bad guy, like that. I I oh. think I think I was probably the most. I have a super important thing that oh, happened sure. in Act at the very beginning of Act Three. Mm-hmm. I did run into Molly again. Oh, and she was very confused and very scared, and I'm like, hey, I just seen some real bad shit just and I now. Just, and I told her, it's like, hey. It wasn't what I thought it was. It's way, way worse. Um, you look really fucked up. Do you want to? Do you want to sleep now? And she asked, said, asked me please, and I drained Molly out and just I finished her off. Aww. And then I patted, I patted her very gently. Oh, I was a fucking. Ad- That's right. I will describe that. I was a bit of an animal at first, just like we all were. Mm-hmm. But the moment I got the first, like, I went from like, it was like 
Christian Bale and Psycho. Well, like, yeah, I went from slavery animal to Christian Bale and Psycho. I, I was one of the last people, human standing, when I ran into him. Um, and uh, it was a horror movie moment because I was like, oh, thank God, Reggie, you're still alive. And then he starts, you know, smiling all weird and like, oh, no, you too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell my story yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, So, act three. So, yeah, uh, like I start the blitz. Uh, like I was at the edge of the dance floor. There was a there was just a blood bag girl who was just sort of looking around. This was like seconds before the craziness start. And I just like get her attention and be like, hey, let's get out of here. So I think something about really bad is about to happen. And then I just like jump on her. I like feed on her, drag her. So she's hanging over the fence and just like drain her dry and leave her over there. And then I just, I just bounce around like just being nasty to people, like being nasty. Like that was probably my most monstrous part of the night uh, because I just, I just got into it. Um, and dancing, uh, that's when I sort of finalized getting Mo embraced, uh, cause she wanted to wait for the blitz, I think. And the blood shower was sort of her, she really wanted like, that's when she, that's around when she wanted it to, it to happen. So I kind of massaged that and everything. So yeah, most of my act three was just being a, a, a psychopathic monster. Um, I don't think I ran into that. I, th- I might've run into one of your not Molly characters. Probably. I think so. Um, but, um, yeah, so that was the majority of it. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, the end of Act Three, which was I had been waiting for all night, was the blood shower. Uh, they they basically say like it's time to consecrate this place with with blood. Everyone get on the flo- floor. Uh, they start playing Pulp Co- uh, uh, Confusion by New Order, the remix of the Blade song, and that was fucking cool. That was good. Like that, that was, was a really, really cool. nice time. Like, that was a really like that was the most just weird and and absolute like that was like like we were in Mandy like the Nicolas Cage movie yeah Mandy. like there was like that was, was it was weird just, coloring weird, weird noises just shit's body bodies everywhere like it was water with red paint in it but it was, it was blood standing in the clothes guys running around with meat hooks guys running around with meat hooks uh that's when the like they they pulled out the um uh, that's, I think that's when I noticed like the bodies that were hanging they, from above. I, I got a comment. There's a very much in my brain. There's a. This is what the dance floor looks like before. This is what the dance floor looks like after because they so subtly brought out two hanging bodies over the stage as well as a giant bleeding like corpse statue. Leroy. Mm-hmm. Leroy. Leroy. Uh, without me noticing that they had done that, mm-hmm. so I was like, "What?" So it was literally yeah. like that. Like. Horror movie. Were you ever? In, were you ever in crew in high school theater? Yeah, that's how good they is. Yeah, and it, it it was also like it was just visually arresting. Like there are moments uh, from the blood shower that are scoured into my brain forever for being beautifully, terribly macabre. And I think I'm really glad that they added that this year because I think it it adds a moment for everyone. Everyone, no matter how everyone cut loose, Reggie, who's no matter how miserly mm-hmm. and stodgy he is at all, he still took that moment to just like cut loose just a little bit, let blood spray all over his fucking face. Mm-hmm. Like sl- he, I chose to go with my hair slicked back at that mm-hmm. point because I think the water was just a touch soapy. So oh. it actually made, it actually worked really well. Yeah, they added shiny. something so that make sure it didn't get cold or would clog in the Yeah. But the yeah, so, so it was, uh, that was just a really intense, just, 
it was a moment to be in. Yes. Like it was, it was very much a moment to be in. There's not a lot. There's like, you're not really role playing all that much in that moment, but you are a vampire in a blood shower and there's very little in any other role playing experience that matches that kind of, of experience Mm -hmm. because it's so visceral and it's so present and there's so much cool, weird, sexy shit going on all around you. And that was the act three for me. Molly's act three. So, um, it's a, I didn't last very long in act three, but, uh, cause you know, that's when this about really went nuts and everything got real, but real, real bad, real fast. I think I was one of the last of the original humans standing because by then blood bags were cycling in as, as quickly as we could. But um, I had uh, a couple of couple of creepy things happen, and uh, one of them was super soul crushing. I'd been handing out uh, raver candy all night and like telling people what it was and what it meant because it was all their it was everybody's first rave, mm-hmm. and I was you know laid back like raver kid. And um, this one guy who I'd given some uh, well, okay, so the first bad thing, the first thing that happened, uh, a vampire finally let re- let me remember that they'd fed on me. She uh, she was a really good act. Uh, she was a really good actor. She uh, she was finally somebody who actually showed me some violence because that hadn't really happened much all evening. Um, with me for whatever reason, but um, and then it was really fun. And so I was sitting on the ground, and she was starting to walk off, and I just started screaming at her that she owed me an explanation. And she just came, got down to my face, like straddled me, and got like really close to my face, and was like, "Vampires, we are real, and you are cattle." And then Ooh. stalked off, <laughs> like the conversation took an unfortunate turn. So I woozily get to my feet, and I'm just trying to find any way out or any way back to find anybody I know, and um. I get uh, force-fed some more drugs that I don't want to take, but you really, really want to take these, and uh, fed on by um, the same vampire that bit me in the first act. And I, as soon as he lets lets me go, I'm like, I remember you. I remember. Give me back. Give me back that candy. That's the one thing you don't get. And he's like, I gave that to my child, and she broke them. And I was like, <laughs> You bastard! <laughs> and so by then, you know, Molly's soul that just completely crushed Molly's soul. She was very sad. And then, then, then I found, then I found Reggie. Right when he came up, and that's when he found, found me just looking stricken and hopeless. Oh, actually, there was one more cool moment right before that happened. Um, this girl, she was another really, really good actor. And I think this was her first LARP experience ever. Um, she was playing a, a theater nerd who had never really been out to parties much. So I've kind of been watching out for her all night and trying not to let, like, you know, convincing her not to take drugs, even though I'm a drug dealer, and trying to, like, make sure she's okay when bad stuff starts happening. She's one of the, she's the first person I told about my tires getting slashed. And she was playing this super innocent, sweet, nerdy character. And then I see her, and she looks kind of just gothed out. She looks like goth willow mm. um, across the fire pit. And she runs over, and, yeah, and she slams me. Yeah, I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm great. Like, you didn't take any that bad mescaline, because by then, this is before the vampire's a real thing. She's like, no, I didn't. I'm on the best drug ever. And then just flounces back off into the party. So that was one of the first, like, oh, somebody I knew is now a monster. Mm. I saw you. I saw you do it. Eli do it. And, um, so those were those were my cool moments, and all that happened pretty quickly. Like a lot of it was me on the ground while pe- terrible things were happening around, and uh, then Molly got to go to sleep. And then um, by the time I came back in, uh, by the time I was back in as another NPC, like I couldn't pay somebody to do anything. Like me and another blood bag just hid in the shadows until eventually we just gave up and went by the and like kind of were out of play, but by the fire where it was warm. And and uh, I don't really have anything to say about the rest of the evening. I had nothing to do. 
like yeah it's a it's a very unfortunate thing something that that will definitely be put into some feedback we have a lot of ideas me and all the other blood bags have a lot of ideas and some of us have already written written in our feedback and i need to mm-hmm. we've all been talking because the more feedback that gets sent to him the yep. more likely they're there's real to... wasted opportunities oh, with us i have no doubt that every good idea that goes to them they will use because they are they are smart folks yeah <laughs> so my act three and so thank you Everyone here, I got to I get to explain one thing that you have not mentioned. Oh boy, which is the coolest thing that we saw all night. So my act, since my act two, I was half the way halfway through. I was a vampire. So when the ballroom blitz happened, I wrestled this guy to the floor. Chaos gets unleashed upon everywhere, screaming. They're screaming everywhere. Re- Reggie's in the eye of the storm as like every, every as everything is just going to down to the layers of hell. I wrestled this guy. I feed on him. Somebody actually dives on him, too. So there's, like, two guys feeding on him. And I'm like, ah. And I'm like, ah. And I'm, like, sort of exulting in being a vampire. And I'm walking around going, all right, time to time to, time to to pick a fight and figure out what's going on. And I, the guy had been feeding from him. He gets up and walks away because I told him, like, I'll watch after you, but I need to go grab you for my sire. And he's trying to resist me getting him. So I'm chasing him. And as I'm chasing him, I'm actually doing like the Jason Voorhees walk, (laughs) which is the side to side, heavy footprints, all that stuff. And lo and behold, unscripted, unplanned, another mortal intercedes and starts initiating violence with me. And we start going Toe to toe. I like he he tries to punch me, but I'm like, well, I'm a vampire now. You're immortal. This is act three. I can I'm going to win. Potence is one of my clan disciplines. Yeah, Potence is uh, literally that's this one I picked. Mm-hmm. So I, my combat rating is three. I, you have a one and you're immortal. This isn't going to go well for you. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And then he's like, but then he like kicks me to the ground and he gets on top of me. He's wailing on me. Like, like, Herculean toss him off of me and then he's like if I'm gonna die I'm gonna go down swinging and I'm like I like that in you come with me if you wanna live Ah. yeah I did that I'm like and so I basically got him to convince my sire to embrace this one because he had a whole bunch of spitfire in him Mm -hmm. I liked it he wasn't planned on it like this was not something he originally thought but he's like are you out of play? Are you cool with being all sombra? Are you cool with this? Like, yes, yes, I'm cool with all that. I just had a plan for when I embraced. There was a friend of mine that's a blood bag. She needs to be there. I want the her in quote unquote embraced as well. But the moment she comes out, I'm going to diabolize her. Oh, that's badass. I have to interject because uh, this is something I kind of mentioned in a Facebook post. That fight that you had with that guy yeah. was amazing to watch. Oh, really? It was it was so cool. The right. two of the two of you, like, 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 I understand you were in it, so you couldn't say. Anything. I would, but, because I'm so like yeah, in it, I but, wouldn't know anyone but, was but like, watching. I, I was right there with you when when it happened. Oh, because uh, we were talking, and then and then it ha- and then the guy came up on you. Um, but that was like just the stage combat in play, like the quick fire negotiation yep. that was happening. I think it was a microcosm of how that style of role-playing of LARPing negotiation based with stage combat and, and all that stuff. Like it was beautiful. It was cinematic. It was raw. He knew what he wanted. I knew what I wanted. And we were able to play in the middle. He knew he was going to get embraced. He knew what was going to happen to him, Mm -hmm. but he wanted a very particular. Yeah. uh, But I'm just story. I'm, I'm talking about mostly the physicality of it. Yeah. Like, because that was just, that was, that was more raw 
and 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 cool looking than any boffer putt I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, because he was seen. physically on. We because yeah, you, got, you guys were fi- you were physically other. wrestling. You were doing stage punches and stage stage rolls, and it was just fucking amazing. I have some more things to say about stage combat when we get to Act Four. Yeah, uh, because there was some shit going down then. Yeah. But that fight happened. I get him out to go get embraced by my sire. I'm like, you need to embrace this one. He's got a lot of fire in him. So she does that. And after that point, I actually don't do much in Act 3. I'm mostly observing because Noah is a quiet, silent type. He's more observant. He realized shit's going down. He's had just a little bit more time than everyone else to absorb everything. And he's sort of calming down and focusing. And he starts realizing how everyone's organized and all this other stuff that's happening. He's starting to realize the monsters he saw earlier were act are actually monsters. And your sire is gross as hell because uh, out of play, we met him. He's a really cool guy. We met him. Hey, in the, a nice dude, yeah. Yeah. But I, but I found out, I saw his makeup uh, uh, that he was going to get into during the workshop. And I was like, I will talk to you, but I'm not going to look at you. Cause fuck that. I hate, because he had holes in his face. I think it's, Tokophobia. Tokophobia. He had basically looked like a hive on his face, guys. Yeah. It was kind of well, like a wasp hive. Well, like a wasp. It was fucking don't, freaky. Don't eat their honey. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad honey. Don't eat the Envey honey. You don't want yeah. that. So I mostly take a little bit of backseat to my sire. I sort of buddy up with her to observe. I'm trying to basically angle myself to kind of be her number two mm-hmm. and being the more calm, sober, like in curl. Uh, I got to meet the rest of my pack. We had Waldo. In my pack. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Waldo was in my pack, which is funny because I kept making fun of him. We go, oh, there he is. Because <laughs> occasionally my sire would say, go get your rest of your brothers and sisters. I was like, and every time I get Waldo, I'd go, oh, I found him. <laughs> uh, but I would get others uh, in my pack. I had one joke because there's a there was a rock star mortal on it. And he was a very beautiful man. And I was like, every when I saw he was in my pack going, that's not fair. You get to look like that forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sort of absorbing in Act Three all sort of the pack stuff and all that and everything. But the fucking coolest thing that we have not mentioned that you I will absolutely put a picture of is we got to see two fully costumed black spiral dancers walk through a mob of Sabat and new fledglings. And when I mean fully costumed, I mean well, nine they're definitely not nine feet tall. They are definitely on stilts or yep. hunched over. They were on stilts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the, the 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 main the, guy the, was the Kronos on one was on was on sort of digigrade legs, uh, and the Pispo uh, yeah. was on like all four stilts kind of yes, thing. Yeah, very so, weird looking. Um, but they had full head pace. He looked like he had a skull for a face, but mm-hmm. he had a full like glowing spiral on his back. His entire like costume was a full body costume. So you didn't see the person underneath. You just saw the musculature and, and the weird bit back legs and everything. And they were there to be part of the plot of the game. Yeah, that, This was a thing you could interact with. They, they I think, I, when we, I don't think we ever figured out what their deal was. That was high end. That was that like was high end. You had plot. to be like a Sabat player to, to to get involved in that shit. But man, were they around! And god damn, was that impressive. They even went into the pit um, before, I believe, before the they blood shower. That or was that during? There I was think, some. There no, that was, was during deal. Act Four. That was during Act Four because not was, the monumentsy thing. Not right? the monumentsy. I think that was during Act Four because Mo was a vampire by that okay, point. Okay. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. They definitely became stars of the show, and it was really cool because everyone was like, 
nobody touch them. They're ambassadors. All this stuff. Don't don't drink. They will rip your head off. And they looked like it, and it was just one of the most visually arresting things for mm-hmm. me. The entire night, hands down. I got to be slack jawed for real. Oh yeah, like, like holy shit. That's oh the yeah, BSD. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I had a really, I had my one interaction in play with uh, with Matthew Webb's master master of ceremonies. Like the werewolf had just walked in, and I was like passing by his character, and I was like. Is that a fucking werewolf? And he was all like, yeah, I know. It blows my mind. <laughs> like he was super flippant and dismissive yeah, and, and, like, and shitty to me. And that, and that was beautiful. His that, thin NPC was was like a high, high, high level look. black hand guy, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. And he was just like overseeing things. Uh, like, no, we were, we were is, so we were so beneath him. Um, Matt was kept posting like, yeah, this is just a referee NPC. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. But he even mentioned that there were moments of like a character was coming out of him mm-hmm. and he got to interact with people about that being that guy. Yeah. Uh, t- tired black hand. It's like, uh, like, <laughs> it's like, this is horse shit. I just want this over with. This tired, way. tired grandpa vampire. Um, <laughs> Oh, so, and the Sabbat, you must get so tired. So, so I got to watch you guys have fun in the blood shower. I did not partake directly in the blood shower because, A, it's cold. It was going to get colder, and that's in Act 4. I'll go into that. Uh, and I didn't want to get wet. I, I got blood on me. I, I did the thing, and I was cool with that. It's just I knew where getting all that water on me would be problematic, and so I didn't partake. But doesn't mean I didn't watch you guys, and it looked really fun. I will absolutely say that. I will definitely try to do that next year when we go back. Um, and so that was the bulk of my act. Three. There's a little bit of spot politics eh. and pack stuff going on, but not much until we hit solidly into Act 4. Act 4. Act 4. So... Blood shower happens. We have a wonderful time. Um, so it's about that time that the sermon, the first sermon of Cain is given. So sorry for my mistake on that. T- time, okay. The time party has officially stopped. Yeah, there ain't no party no more. Yeah, no. This, this is, is this is this is the church. This is now Sabbat, we're in church. We're at Sabbat Festivus, and because <laughs> there's the grievances and the feats of strength and everything you could ever want, but basically the sermon of Cain was the be- most beautiful double think sermon i have ever heard given mm-hmm. and all the all like the ra- the lab rats who were all alive at that point were back together as vampires hanging out yep and it's like it's like apparently there's some sort of social structure here of pack i don't understand it i don't i haven't been introduced to anybody mm-hmm. i don't fucking care this is all very seems very stupid and childish to me but either way he's like i can sum it up with you are completely free. Your chains are unbroken. Now have all of these new rules plus a religion. <laughs> <laughs> Every single also one we'll of the lab rats fu- thought this. Also, we'll fucking torture you for a hundred years if you don't if you don't go along with this. And yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, we, well, we, I we was, can break I, metal a I was bit. I was half in and half I was like half indoctrinated, half not as I was yo-yoing between mental states. Like lucid Eli was all like, oh no. Like crazy as fuck Eli was all like, yeah. yeah. Reggie was dubious about the whole thing. So after um there was a little bit of scuffling here and there, and some people were yelling at each other. There was a sermon of Cain. There was some chitty chat going on, but then they had us break off into, they did little breakout groups, you mm-hmm. know. HR meetings. They had our HR, like, team building exercises with our new packs. Uh, I think Alex Ward was my was my priest, priest but he yeah. was kind of, he was kind, I don't think he was quite sure of the role at that moment, because he was so very. Well, he's just a, he's, he's a very calm, reserved character. He was like, demure and quiet, and also, like, 
there was another very loud pack right there being very loud Ooh. as fuck. And I had my, his back was to me while the Valdery was being given. By the way, for anyone who doesn't know, the Valdery is where everyone, everyone in a little circle puts their blood in the, the thing, cup, you pass it around, you drink the cup, now you don't want to kill each other. You, we. You kind of like each other. It's a team building exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, mild blood bonding. Mm-hmm. I, re, I just skipped it, like, because the hat was passed to me last, and, like, his back was literally, like, I was looking oh, at his shoulder. Oh, you actually got out of it, you son of a bitch. And I was like, and like <laughs> pretended to do it. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I can. I already know that's a dumb idea. Whatever you idiots are doing. Um, so then we broke out into little groups of like literal team building. It's like, who are you? What do you do? Like sort of thing. And we went around the circle. I don't even know my pack's name, by the way. They had names. I don't know what mine was. You still don't know your clan name either. I didn't know my clan name at this point. Inve had not told me shit. Um, I think I had to tell you what your clan name was. So you told, I, you I told, knew it. You told me wrong-ish, like Zamatsu uh, or yeah, something okay, like yeah. that. Sudzu. Your clan name is Sudzu. Kudzu? I don't know. Yeah. And I don't remember <laughs> what... Or, that's right. No, before all this happened, uh, the Ductus and my sire, they had a, a Zamitsi off mm. because cause, uh, my... Because pissing my, contest. My sire was trying to become Ductus, like, didn't wait for monomacy, which is when you're supposed to do this kind of thing. Mm. Just kind of wanted to jump him in the middle of it. So he lost and got skinned. In the middle of, middle of the dance floor. In the middle of the dance floor. Well, I'm just like... Uh, I guess I can't. I guess this is this is normal, right? And everyone's like, seems normal. Like, fair enough to me. God, uh. damn it! I missed a chance to do a joke about when we were talking when, when the blitz happened. I'm gonna do it now. There was a real panic at, at the, the disco. disco. That's yeah. absolutely fucking true, especially when we saw the Vosh later on. Oh, uh, Yeah, the Schlotza had shown up. Schlotza, at that. yeah. The Schlotza, which are Zamisi horrors, uh, two of very good looking. Very awful looking creatures. One, it was like a scythe handed, hunched over, cage headed creature with tentacles spilling out of its yeah, the other tentacle one entrails. And the flesh other, monster, like just a, a flesh ju- blob, a juggernaut basically. Yeah. It looked like I don't know, like it had a fin on top of its head, like a hammerhead yeah. shark got all fucked up and had legs. Yeah, oh. uh, it was all. It, it was a hammerhead, hammerhead tumor. tumor. Yeah, it was, it was tumor <laughs> well monster. That's what but, it really went on. We went around the circle, we did our introductions, like, yo, I'm Reggie, I have a laboratory and enough materials to make explosives to level a city block just to make it absolutely clear because it's like yeah you guys are i know you guys are treating us like we're expendable because they were and we they weren't making it very like we already knew yeah they were making power we understood like the sermon hands like oh we gotta go fight motherfuckers and we're fresh oh i see how this works okay Mm -hmm. i get it you had to there's a winnowing process yeah well you don't just mass do this Mm -hmm. for no good reason obviously so, so I was trying to make it very clear. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm useful. So, so from that moment on, once he heard the first time when came, Reggie was plotting to, because um, I had two other two brothers in my embrace, mm-hmm. I was definitely planning on killing them eventually, uh, because ugh, neither of them were particular. Like one of them was going to die because he he should have ever should have always been a Bruja, <laughs> and the other one was too much like me, but not didn't didn't have the killer instinct. I don't think. Because the whole my whole prompt was no more fear. Mm-hmm. So what do you get when you get a really really smart guy, very sure of himself, but with absolutely no fear and a goal? Well, that's how you get psychos. Well, that's how you get Heisenberg. Like you, you became got, full Heisenberg. I got the full point. Heisenberg. Uh, so my act four was mostly spent in negotiation. Actually, I have a big thing that was happening because the the ductus of the pact was pissed off at Envy still for having embraced three people. Even though he, even though after act 
three it's totally okay he well he, he was doing it on a personal level. it's like your bloodline is too garbage he literally Ooh. told him it's like your bloodline is garbage you shouldn't be making this many damn how are we supposed to there, there was a conflict no, of personal conflict. yeah i mean this is literally like they've apparently killed fought each other before and this is the second time Inve has lost so i'm good on david for like making himself a two-time loser mm-hmm. uh, so he's like the ductus has requ- requires my children to fight the Schlashta, which I, we had to fight the scythe-handed one. Oof. So we spent a lot of time in negotiation with uh, the, the staff member handling that to sort of the three of us work together to fight this thing we can't possibly beat because mm-hmm. Schlashta are not. No, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're war machines. I mean, they're meant for killing and one thing only, and that is it. And I mean, I wasn't laterally thinking enough, but I, I, I blame that on being cold, tired, and having very, very, like, narrow viewpoint on what was possible at that point because I, you know, was so new. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there were other options where, like, eh, I probably could have taken down someone and run. But mm-hmm. we, we Corey, after a really fun fight scene, I mean, not many, we unfortunately only got to do it. So the problem with Act 4 was there were two big things happening that were plot yeah. things that yep. were ha- going to happen and drew a lot of attention. So those things were happening and it was very hard to draw attention to what we were doing, but we didn't want to like go through all this planning and stuff just to have like the five of us do it. Mm -hmm. And you wanted an audience. You wanted to be be a spectacle. Eventually we headed out to the monomacy pit because we realized we were the only ones left in the fucking Mm -hmm. place. Yeah. And monomacy was happening. Saw a very, very cool stage combat between a black spiral dancer and a guy who very badly lost to a black spiral dancer. Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. I'll let someone else do a description. It was a, be- it was a beautiful death. Someone else yeah. saw it a little clearer than I did. I, 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 was, I was front and center for it. So, so. But basically, Act 4, literally right as the fires were being set to the place, because they do burn the edifice in front of the place, and it's pretty sweet, we acted out a really fun fight scene where I, like, used my ass. I watched the whole thing. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But you can lie to me and tell me you did. Um, <laughs> no, I did. I watched all of it. It was really cool. I did a hard knee slide. Yep. Uh, past the Schlashta. I like dropped my acid, like splashed the acid on its ankle to like weaken it. it went down to a knee. One of us bull rushed it. Yeah, you uh, bull rushed it. You all kind of jumped. Jump, on we all top jumped of on it. it. We, I stole Noah's chain at one point. I yeah. literally walked up to you. It's like, give me your chain. Uh, because I had potents, I had, and they had cool prop chains. I had just had a big thick chain or like around my mm-hmm. around my arm, and I had, so it's like I'm just gonna beat the shit out of this guy. Vis- and I had vicissitude, so it's like, eh. so I made a big show of like readjusting my body. I structure. heard those. I yeah. heard you snap like three vertebrae in your neck. Yeah, I, well, you know, I was a little stiff, so and they can always <laughs> they can always pop for effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so we threw this chain on top of it, and it did that cool thing where like we were trying to all hold it down. And we did the all like it just blows us all backwards. Yeah, yeah, like, the, with the, strength. The, the superhero, the right. super, uh, the yeah, the so, superhero move. So we, it gets up. A few of us get up, like I'm still on the ground at this point. Someone splashes it with more acid in its in its gut wound thing mm-hmm. in its hole. Ooh. Yeah, I know, gross, right? So it Why gets, would you build it but with it's force? starting to dismantle the fledglings. Like it's actually yeah, getting taking an us out. And I like run up for the. That's right. For the last thing I got in its face as a distraction. And got the double like X slash of it. This thing's claws. Its claws, by the way, are <laughs> fucking yard, like a yard long each. Yep. So it looks very cool. And I'm just there, eviscerated on the ground. While they, and then finally the doctor's like, "Okay, okay," because we pre-negotiated. It's like, "Hey, man, we want to do this, but we're we're not going to win. So could you just be an asshole about it and just like be like, enough, enough, good enough. Well, you'll do." So so the fire is starting as 
like I'm getting up and I start because he's gone a little nuts at this point. So he starts cackling mm-hmm. and and I realize like, you know what? He's still eviscerated. So he's literally holding his entrails in because mm-hmm. he probably didn't get healed that well. And he hasn't drank anything. Mm hmm. For a while, so I was like, ha, 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 ow, 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 ha, ha, ha. Yeah, as you like hop towards looking at the fire, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like gut, like gut shot hopped mm-hmm. to the crowd laughing and saying ow over, nice. and that was my game off. Okay, so my act four, um, act four, uh, act so four. yeah, so blood shower happens, it was beautiful, it was intense, um, and uh, that's when they. Yeah, they, they, they break us up into groups. Big old Sermon of Cain. I am half buying it, half not. Like, I'm really oscillating hard between mental states now uh, because, well, I haven't eaten in a while. Um, because, goddamn. Um, I have some really cool interactions with Moe's character, uh, who's finally, like, cause she, she was also embraced Malkavian, so she's, like, disassociating a lot. Uh, d- during the night, she had a great line. So many late, funny conversations. Late in the evening. Yeah. Oh, was it what she said to me? Yeah, she said, "Oh, I, that's it's very nice of you. I've been disassociating for. I wish I could have that. I've been disassociating for two it's hours." Like, yeah, I'm and complete. she just flat mouth. Yeah. yeah. Well, the what she said is like, "Yeah, I'm having a great time. I'm not. I'm. I don't have fear anymore. It's great." She's like, "Oh yeah, well, that's. I'm so happy for you. I've been disassociating for two whole hours." Yeah, it was really good. Uh, but anyway, so I, I had a really cool interaction with her. Um, uh, this was around the time when the the everyone was fighting the black spiral dancers in the in the in the not in the monomacy pit but the 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 dance floor. Yeah, some old, some of the elder sabat were mm-hmm. were test. It was like a test of strength. The duck die. Well, they were. There was an entire subplot of who's going to be the bishops mm-hmm. of of the war here, oh, yeah. and so the pack leaders were all doing their thing, trying to prove themselves to mm-hmm. be their pack to be the bishops when yeah. the city. That was fell. like yeah. the big time sabat plot. Like yeah. Act Four is when it really kicked geared over from the mortal players being the center of things to the Sabbat players being the center of things, um, which I agree in theory, but there still needed, I still think that there needed to be more content for blood bags and for turned mortals. A- absolutely. Act four. Uh, which put in the feedback. We, I called act four very passive for us. There yeah, was it was just very passive very, for us. There was passive things. Too. But I had a really cool interaction with her um, while we were watching shit go down uh, and like this was after the sermon of Cain and and, and Valdry and stuff. Um, she was like, "I'm still mad at you because I I had fucked with her earlier. Like we were having a conversation. I was like, you really really see butterflies over all over your head.' And she like freaked out uh, after a while. I think that was during that was during the blitz. Um, but I just looked at her and I pointed at the bodies hanging above the dance floor. And I'm like, "Did you want to ha- end up like that?" She's like, okay, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, like, I, I was like, you're my client, you're my friend. I'm looking out for you. I was looking out for you the whole time, <laughs> the making whole sure time. that you got through this. Not like that. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess we're friends again. Uh, she was so, it was so brilliant. I lo- I loved her role play uh, during all that. Um, yeah, so that we were watching the Black Spiral Dancers fight, and that was really like that was another awesome stage combat moment right uh and especially since they had to coordinate with their it's harder to move Mm -hmm. it's harder to 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 do the physicality of them and there are some really cool videos of those stage combats yes there are Uh, i'll I'll see if i can link them yeah uh, I, yeah, they're, they're they're all in. This is this is all in the group, uh, the Facebook group, is where a lot of this is being posted. Which 
if you're not a member of that group, you should just to see the see the uh, the the after effects. Um, not a cool that. So again, that that's when I sort of I start sort of bouncing around. Um, I have a brief me- meeting with my my pack. Not really involved with it. That's where I'm sort of like wrapping my head around, like, oh, oh, we're gonna be in a war, huh? Well, okay. Here's like, so basically, I'm, I start doing a lot of planning and like pre pre negotiation and talking, like positioning myself, like, okay, first of all, I have to talk my way out of this fighting bullshit because mm-hmm. that's not me, uh, and I have to make myself super useful as a social manipulator and as a prophecy engine. Yep. Uh, so I was like, I was getting myself in place to be. Not necessarily on the front lines, but still useful for the war you're effort. More, you're more the intelligence yeah, aspect exactly. of the war rather than just a a a, a meat soldier. To yeah, go exactly. For. So like, yeah, and you know what? Hey, sure, sure. I'll 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 fight some ghouls or some mortals or whatever. Whatever. Uh, but that's I was like doing a lot of like internal planning and like making little tiny connections to try and set that up. Uh, I watched the blood wedding, which was one of the big things that they had. That was really cool. Blood wedding. Uh, and then I kind of rounded the night off uh, over by the Monomacy Pit, uh, where there was a bunch of really cool fights between people who had grievance with each other. It was like this, there was like, a, it was a center platform. Uh, they, they they poured a lot of really cool special effects into the Monomacy Pit. Right. There was like a raised platform in the center uh, with like a soft area underneath that looked black like... Black light, they were all black, black light colored, so it sort of gave this like... Eerie oh yeah, it was very good. unnatural. So there's some really cool stage combats that happened there. Um, uh, one of the funniest ones was the sorority girl and the uh, frat boy one on one. Where she fought, she fought with one like a, a, a paddle with a paddle, uh, <laughs> and she kicked his ass. Uh, and then his sire got mad at him for getting his ass kicked, and she forced him to fight the black spiral dancer. And that was that was that, that was, fight. That was uh, that fight. Okay. Yeah, that, so that was the cool fight because it was literally over in two seconds, yeah. as it should have he, been. He 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 basically took two of the fake blood vials. I saw him before the fight started. He just poured them both in his mouth, and then like. Quick tussle. He got on the ground. He basically the black spiral dancer throated him, yep. and he and he spit out all the blood That's in this beautiful aerosol uh, that it got caught on camera. And like, there's a you, you and can there's see a, this. Yeah, there's a camera angle of it, and it's at a good angle, so you can't see it coming out of his mouth either. Yeah, you just so it you looks just see like, it just spray. looks like a blood spray coming out of his neck, and I'm like. The night in question, ladies and gentlemen, and that, that's a wrap. Um, and then, then that's about that's when, when the burning that's happened. when the burning happened. I saw the tail end of your fight, um, which was cool. And this, uh, this I gotta say, like I, I made, I made a post about this on my personal Facebook. I'm not a combat person. Nope. I am not a combat person. I've never been a combat person. At the most, I'll throw some packets uh, for spells. Um, I'm very light fighting with my last Forest of Doors character. But this game made me realize that in this style of LARPing, 39-year-old chunky me could do this. Yeah. I could like I like if I if we come if we if we do it next year, I wanna be like badass black hand La Sombra. Yeah. Like that's my my character in my head. Yeah. Like the like the image in my head is the guy on the on the first edition clan book. Like the guy with the black, yeah. the, the black tattoo in his ball with the, with his shaved head, like sticking his tongue out. Well, how do you feel about Kane? 
I, I kind of like Kane. I'm, I'm uh, pretty much pretty, about pretty down with Kane. I'm it's like Kane. I'm considering like I've been looking around. There's nothing really set up right now. Like a, I'm taking some stage combat classes yeah. so that I can like be good at it. Yeah, because I can do this. Like it, it requires negotiation. It doesn't require a lot of coordination, which I have some disabilities that make that difficult. Um, and I'm, I'm actually enthusiastic about it. I think like I would love to give that a try of being a bruiser, of just being a, a combat yeah. monster and doing a lot of that okay. the it next is, time it around. Fun. It's yeah. fun. I'll tell you. Well, I told you I want to try to be the priest. I want. Oh, yeah, to, I want to do the service. Well, we're, we're gonna very much try and be a war pack next time. Uh, so we'll 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 try and set that up. We're gonna try to have a nice. Yeah, I actually don't know. I mean, we can. Well, we've we've gone a long time, so I don't yeah. know what level of what you get out of that. Like how much I think you get history or uh, yeah. I'll I'll need to talk to McKenna because she was in a war pack. Uh, about, about about that process, right? Um, I didn't get to role play much with her, which is sad. But I understand she had some some problems she was dealing with. Uh, but that was my Act Four. It was super great. Um, Act Four was kind of the sparsest. Like I said, it was passive for it the, was very it was light. Pa- it was light for us. We won't we won't go into like because we have some very good ideas as to like the well easy- we th- we think they're good ideas and we have a lot of LARP experiences, so we put it in our feedback. We th- give it a give it a read, people in it charge. Would have, it it, it would have definitely been something that people who weren't doing anything would have been doing if. Mm-hmm. And if you don't intend to use the blood the blood bags for Act Four, just tell us not to go back out. Yeah, <laughs> like eventually somebody came and and, and got us, but yeah, that was. So like, Murphy, uh, yeah. for your effort, I know you, you kind of were all on the sidelines. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Oh, the reason I keep saying praise corn during Act Four, me and another blood bag, like we'd gone back out. Um, uh, I don't know what was happening. Well, it was actually while you guys were doing your team building exercises. Mm. So we were uh, just hiding somewhere. Like he, like I was hiding, and I thought he was another vampire. He came in, found me, and hid with me. And we heard them shouting, "Praise Kane!" And we were just like making terrible gallows humor, and like just basically the soldiers in the trenches, and no, we're not going home. So that was kind of fun for Act Four. And then we're like, "All right, we're done. We're gonna." and went went to the tent and waited so that was it for us i didn't really get to see much of the much of the stuff that happened because we were you know out of play yeah uh so for my act four again it was kind of it was it was very passive for us i continued doing my sort of haranguing the cats with my pack of all the fledglings and kind of just watching i got to watch the sermon and they i at first i was like praise kane i'm like Who's Cain? What the fuck's going on? Then I was like, like from the Bible, Cain. And eventually, I just went. That that is what I said. The biblical Cain. Yeah. Then I just kept going. I would just say Cain at the end, so everyone thought I was saying the whole thing. We had the we had the in my pack, and everyone did it, and they did it. They guys around, and Noah's not a religious person, and he thinks it's just a bunch of quack sauce. So he's like. And they were like, cup, cup, I'm the last one. They hand me the cup, and it, they go, oh, I don't take communion. I'm not Catholic. I don't take communion. And they're all looking at me going, fucking take it. Like, Whoa. my sire's dead-eyeing me going, you're going to fucking take it. I was like, fine. And I take it and did the whole thing. Uh, eventually, they all we all got, like, that saw the Black Spirals fight. We saw all the bishops get selected for the war. We basically just got sort of indoctrinated and that plot stuff was going then we got escorted outside so because they had to do a clean sweep so when they did the burning no one was inside that's why the monument was outside to be something to be entertained with out there so i got 
Yeah, why were they there? Oh, I uh, forgot to mention, uh, when three started, I punched my sire in the face. Eh. I was like, that is for fucking with my entire life. We left it at that, but that I got to go. Now we're push. fine. Now we're fine. Uh, <laughs> we went out. The Monomancy stuff, got to see the Black Spirals fight some more with uh, that. Um, I didn't have anyone I wanted to call for Monomancy at that point. Oh, I forgot one other thing I did to you in Act 3, 2. I'm sorry. I sent the nerd after you. You did get got, you, you did get um, Troy Silverman to punch me in the face. Yes, uh, because... For, because I, he, he thinks I was mean to him in high school. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I sicked him on him because I, I knew he was a vampire at that point. He had been... The nerd There's who like, was bitching about his Warhammer figures had been turned into a brouhaha. I knew he was brouhaha. There was only one one type of guy. Yeah. One type of vampire who you could have convinced just to come punch me in the mouth. Yes. So I did that. I thought that was super funny. Uh, but the end in the night wrapped up really well for me. I had a really good time. I've got I had the um, the guy who was basically the head master of ceremonies for all the uh, all the uh, shovel heads. One of the other um, the great staff- What was it? The gravekeeper? Or? Yeah, the, the gravekeeper. gravekeeper. The gravekeeper came in going. I love your fucking costume. Like, I, and I was like, ah, yeah. Oh, this is why this community for night in question is fucking rad. I forgot to bring my cowboy hat. And I walked up to one guy. I was walking behind him when we had one of our breaks during one of the workshops. And I was like, damn it, I should have brought my cowboy hat. And he immediately took it off his head and said, do you want to use it? And put it on my head because he was the Lord our God. He was wearing all white so, that night. So he didn't just need to, it. Okay, so I've talked about him enough now. I, I, I can tell you who the Lord our God kind of is. Um, at the very end of the night, he comes up. So the Zemisi all meet up, like the entire yeah. of the clan present. And he's one of them. The guy looks like Sarah in the white. Like that's yes. that is what he is dressed as. White hair, white robes, white, white everything. And he's Zemisi. And finally, I shamed my sire just a little bit once we all got together. It's like, so sire, what cl- what's our clan name? <laughs> I did, I waited till everyone was there and everyone looked at him like, Enve, really? <laughs> really? He's like, oh, we are Zemisi, the dragons. Dracul is of our line, and it's like, yes. You mean like you mean like Stoker? He's like, oh, Stoker, our one of the favored ghouls of the Lord Dracul. I'm like, are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't tell. It's like, oh no, you're a like, oh, I don't think you're a manipulator. I think you're too weird to be a manipulator. I think you're telling me the truth. Ooh, that takes some assessing. Ooh, I gotta calculate. reprocess all of history. Oh, my guts are out. Anyway. <laughs> So that uh, was that was the one of the last things that happened to me. That's uh, what I that, forgot about. Yeah, uh, my night wrapped up pretty good. I liked the idea of what was going to happen. I had to, in the night. I always had the feeling of like, yeah, I could role play this character because my character was a Lasabra cowboy. I was like, you don't think about a cowboy and Lasabra mixing together. That's what I really liked about some of the character creation stuff here is that you got these weird, really strange off kilter mixes. Well, I kind of made a determination that Reggie goes one of two ways. He either goes into tribute immediately and betrays mm. the Sabbat, like the moment he gets into Austin, because here's the thing. He did say he has tons of explosives mm-hmm. and it's like, we know where their we know where their havens are. Mm. And I'm like, oh, good. You just tell me where they are and I'll go blow them up. I'll go. I'll, I'll make it happen. You just give me the stuff. And then I would be like, either but fuck these fucking monsters mm-hmm. and go betray them. Because I don't know shit about the cam. Like that can't be worse. It's like if they're worse than these guys, I'll eat my I'll eat. Noah's hat, you know, like, <laughs> if they're, it's like, oh, these guys, and he would run into them and be like, these guys seem kind of genteel, and like, 
Like they have a society and they live in not. They the live woods. in a society. They live in a society, yep. a nice tower, but or he would become one of history's greatest fucking monsters. And like, <laughs> be go full genocidal Zamisi, like not even a person ten years later, sort yeah. of thing. So to wrap it up, we had a really really good time. There was obviously some stuff that that was a little lagging, but, but you know I, what? Overall, it was Plenty. awesome. But plenty of room for improvement. But there was literally no question in my mind as I walked out. The first thing I'm like, well, next year is one of the first things. Mm -hmm. It's like, we got to do a war pack for the full vampire experience, right? Yeah, I think we could do. The reason why, and and we talked about this in the car, was because I know we're running really long in this episode, so I don't kind of wrap it up here. You're all welcome. I hope you like this extra long episode. Uh, We know a lot about the Sabat and Vampire. There were... A lot of new people that were on playing vampires who didn't have a lot of vampire experience. Yes. So, in some respects, it may have been better as for a raw experience for people like us to have been the vampires to induct. Well, I, I don't think so. My, I, I think I mean we're here to get the experience that we're there to get. I think I think getting the the mortal experience first is valuable. Yes. Um, oh, I I, I, I don't I don't. I don't consider like I, I I don't I don't agree with the like we should have done it for the good of the game. Kind, oh no, kind no, I'm talking about next year. I mean, next year, yeah, next year, absolutely. No, I, for I, our own fun, it's for, for our own fun, yeah. fun and no, it, this is all for experience. Fun. And then we bring all of our experiences, knowing from the mortals' perspective and the vampire knowledge that we can go. Okay, we can tailor. Yeah, blood bags next year. I'm gonna bring the noise. Y'all are gonna get what I wanted. <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna I, show yeah, you exactly. a bad but what, time. But one, two, but one thing I will like to tangentially say is that. I would have liked in the player's guide there to be like five bullets. Like, here's what you need to know. Dude, here is your new vampiric like physiology. Mm-hmm. Here's how vampiric physiology functions. Cause not everyone even realizes like, yes, blood makes you heal. Like they would, unless you tell someone that they don't necessarily know that if, especially yeah. if they don't know anything about vampire, the masquerade, they just don't necessarily know what it is to, and functionally be a vampire that they would do as instinct. So if they know like a couple of things, they could have done more interest. I think we would have seen more fun little scuffles. More oh, yeah. More, yeah. more nasty little violence if people had known. It's like, I don't want my dude to get all fucked up. It's like, well, they'll heal. They'll heal and it's all consensual. Like you determine exactly what happens to your character. So you, if you don't want to get super fucked up, you don't get super fucked up. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to come in as a war pack next time. Uh, we'd love to do that so that we can have that experience so that oh, we can, yeah. so that we can describe that experience on our lovely podcast. Yeah. Um, um the guy who got to do the big sermon in front of everyone. You want to be, you want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. Um, I think we definitely like a lot needs to be determined, uh, because while I would love to go next year, yeah. I want to know when, when and where Elysium Chronicles is happening next yep. year. That's the big determinant about how I schedule my, my year next year, because those are two huge goddamn games, uh, that I definitely want to attend both of. Hopefully they'll be far apart. Hopefully they'll be far, far apart. Hopefully it'll all work out. If one of them is in Atlanta, holy shit. Um, but that's going to be the determination. We'd love to get that information out as soon as possible, but we understand. Holy crap, you guys have got a lot of lot to deal with as far as that's concerned. Yeah, um, but I know we've been running really long. 
We want to thank you guys for doing this endurance trial with us. We had a great time. Obviously, if we talk about it for this long, we loved we really it. Enjoyed it. We absolutely, absolutely loved it. It was awesome. Our, 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 I think our, I think our long-standing LARP experiences are, uh, are working against us in that, like we have we we. We we have things that we we know like if we were doing it we would we would yeah, implement yeah. Yep. and that's that's a blessing and a curse. It, it, Amen. It, as long as we can self reflect, but if it was your first time in any of that, it was probably a mind blowing awesome. experience. How awesome yeah. it would have been. And, and yeah, thank you very much to Jackalope. Thank yeah, you to all crazy. the players. Yes, for sure. It was such a great experience. All the and players I, were great community, Somehow, great staff. Everybody was awesome. You got 150 motherfuckers who are all flighty as hell on the same page. So good job. Good job. You got yeah. 150 creatives to kind of focus. <laughs> and <laughs> everyone, everyone's brought the noise. It was really good. Um, it's hard to bring a culture together that quickly, and that takes skill, planning, and and just talent, straight straight up talent from everyone. Talent and inspiration. It was great. I can't wait to do more. Yep. Me too. Bingo. So, with that being said, from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Roll some dice. Hello, everyone. Just wanted to let you all know, if you want to email us, you can at polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get in contact with us via Twitter, you can contact us at PolyhedronCast. And if you want to contact me, I am at BioImportance. If you want to get in contact with me directly, I'm at DivisMallCav. And I'm a hermit, so just email the show, please. Also, in addition, if you really like the show and you want to support us, go to Patreon.com slash Polyhedron. Give us a buck a month. You get a lot more content, and it will really help us out. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>